get those answers and solutions that you're looking for, and you're exhausted because you've gone through every other option. I feel like all I did was yell at my kid all day. We just got through pretty much until we found Brain Balance. That's when she started to thrive. Brain Balance is the answer for your kid because it didn't just mask the problems, it actually addressed the issue. We started seeing huge differences in her behavior. Suddenly things were clicking for her. I would ask him how he did in school and he'd smile. When those things start to click, when those things start to go, it's so exciting. Brain Balance didn't just help for Brooklyn, it helped for our whole family. Brain Balance worked for my kids. There is hope for your struggling child. Brain Balance works. Call 800-877-5500. That's 800-877-5500. Or go to brainbalance.com. Save hundreds on your next Yukon, Buick Encore, Sierra 1500, or Acadia at Sus Buick GMC. At Sus, there are no dealer fees, ever. The price you see is the price you pay plus tax. Sus saves you hundreds on their vast selection of over 500 new and used cars and trucks. So when you're looking at the sleek and powerful new GMC terrain on Sus.net, you can focus on how you'll spend the hundreds you saved. Sus Buick GMC, where they treat you like family. Family owned for over 35 years at 1301 South Havana in Aurora. Buying or selling a home doesn't have to be stressful. Now there's a one-stop shop where they treat you right. Metro 21 Real Estate Group is taking the pain out of buying or selling a home. Lucas Akers and his team of agents are all over the Denver area, and they can help you save money. Why pay a 6% commission fee? With Metro 21 Real Estate Group, the total commission rate is as low as 3.99%. Call 303-430-HOME to find out how they can help you. Or check them out online at Metro21Homes.com to see the value of your home and to see what Lucas and his team can do for you. Whether you're looking for a home or selling yours, give them a call. It's Metro 21 Real Estate Group, 303-430-HOME. That's 303-430-HOME. Metro 21 Real Estate Group. And tell them you heard about it. KKSE. Parker. Denver. The best sports talk all day long. Altitude 950. Denver's all sports station. Live from the Altitude 950 studios. The Vic Lombardi Show starts now. I think I got to look at it, but obviously no rhythm. Um, you know, and a lot of that's on me. I thought especially early on I didn't do enough to get us going, so... I uh, gotta figure it out because got a big one coming up against Kansas City, obviously. Simeon who played his college ball at Northwestern being chased and look out, there's a fumble. McCain got him and it looked like it may have been vacuumed in by Damian Square of the Chargers it was. The Broncos have fumbled for a second time in the first half. Those guys are good players and I think, um, you know, if you let them, they're gonna, they're gonna affect the game. You just gotta limit how much they're back there and, yeah, they're good players. You know, hats off to them. And then for a good six, moves up nicely. He's gotta get to the 25 and he throws the ball and is picked up downfield. You see, Hayward has it. I'm not sure where he was going with it, but Hayward zeroes in, picks it off. First interception today. We're right where we're at. We're three and three for a reason, right? I've played in some tough games. Um, and these last two weeks, I haven't got it done. So, um, I gotta play better though. That's, that's the bottom line. These last two weeks, I haven't played good enough for us to win. Um, yeah, when you're the quarterback, you can touch it every play. Um, I need, I need to be better. Oh God, that, I can't get enough of the yawn. I mean, that'll live in infamy, the yawn. Yeah, there it is. That could have been live. It could have been Memorex. I don't know. 
Just tweeted this out, by the way. For those of you not listening to this show, not sure why I'm saying that if you're not listening. Just through the television or radio power, if you're not listening to this show, here's what I tweeted. Now on Altitude 950, it's Manchester's Revenge. The Manchester Strikes Back. Manchester by the Manchester. <sighs> Welcome. I saw your new cover photo, by the way, on Twitter. Yeah. I like how you're embracing this. What well, is it? Let me see. I think, wait, first of all, I thought you weren't going to tweet anymore. You I, said you weren't tweeting anymore. I had one tweet and a lot of retweets. I didn't ever said I was not going to retweet. I had one tweet and I did not put, I have not tweeted a word all month. I did an emoji last week and I did a GIF this week. Well, today's about you. This is Manchester Appreciation Day. You know, before oh. we get before we get to that though, before we make it about him, because I agree wholeheartedly. This is three hours of whatever the hell you want. It's your show today. You ready? We're changing the name of the show. This is the Manchester by the Sea show. Okay. <laughs> before we get to that, if I could offer, could have offered, just a word of advice to you yesterday, just yes. one, just okay. one, because I mean, listen, I I have nowhere to go here. You're right on every account, pretty much, except for a couple. I'll get into that later. I'm sure you will. I would not. Last Tuesday, I would not have tweeted the "I told you so" because you knew as soon as you did that, I was going to get on you. I told you so. See, I, I see. There it is. Why? 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 Dude, they've scored three meaningful points in the last eight quarters. He can gloat all he wants. I'm sorry, he can. But had you not done that, you would have enjoyed. No, the spoils I'm, of your victory. I'm enjoying the spoils of my victory, and I, I I am even shocked by how outlandish I'm winning here. Like I, I'm shocked by the fact that they're this bad. I didn't even think they would be this bad. They. I like the way you use the word they. Oh yeah, there's Plural. a lot of people. I'm glad because I wasn't just right about yeah. the quarterback. I was right about their crappy offensive coordinator who is still the only guy to lose to the Hugh Jackson-led Cleveland Browns. I was right about their leader of men head coach. I mean, there's a lot of things I was right about. I was right about their offensive line not being miraculously better because they got a cast-off from Dallas, a cast-off from Oakland, and a rookie left tackle. Over and over and over again, I was right. While everybody drank the orange Kool-Aid, and while everybody went down to Dove Valley, got told what to say, turned into a big groupthink party, and then went out and regurgitated it like it would become fact if they said it enough. Yeah, it's a we thing. It's not just the quarterback, but he's the number one problem. This is my analogy. And why is it every Monday morning when I come to the studio, there's always beach volleyball on the air? Yeah, there's worse things. That's true. Here's my analogy. And we're going to get into, I mean, critical detail in the next three hours of what's wrong with this team. But here's how I see it. This is like, and I don't even play poker. I'm one of the few human men on earth who doesn't know how to play poker. I still have to take a cheat sheet. I don't know what beats what. Honest to God. I have no idea. I feel like an idiot. People always invite, hey, you want to go to this poker party? Uh, Okay. I don't know what I'm doing. But let's say this is like a poker match. Are they called matches? Games. Games. Sure. Poker game. Hand game. The players are the cards. You are what you are. You're either an ace or you're a two. Yes, you're dealt the cards you get. Or you are what you are. The players are the cards. The front office deals those cards. Sometimes you get a bad hand, right? You're playing poker, you get a bad hand. Yeah. Now the coaches, when they see that bad hand, whatever personnel they're working with, whatever cards they have in front of them, 
They have a choice to make as coaches. You can either try to bluff your way to victory, as the Broncos tried to do yesterday, try to run their same offense that they've tried to run for the last six weeks. They've tried to bluff their way to victory for 22 weeks, but continue. You could try to bluff your way to victory and pretend you have a good hand and hope that the opposition falls for it, which they haven't, or you can make do. You could take your losses. Take your losses as fast as you possibly can. You can fold. You can do things. You can do things to overcome a bad hand. People do it all the time. They're not doing those things. So you put it all together, and this is what you get. Okay. You get your ass kicked. To some extent, I will agree with you. But I am not going to sit here for three hours today and listen to excuses about how they were depleted. Because I'm not, all oh, the I'm injuries, oh, no, no, for no. the most part, were at one position. Oh, I'm not saying there, there's Nine no depletion Nine of the here. opening day starters on offense started yesterday. You're not going to get me talking about depletion. So, right tackle and Emmanuel Sanders, that's it. And You're there's exactly hardly right. a team in the league that, 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 that doesn't have those kind of injuries. I mean, they weren't depleted yesterday. It was funny that it was all at right tackle and they were on like their fourth option, but Alan Barber wasn't any worse yesterday than Menelik Watson has been. Come on. He wasn't. Alan Barber was the worst display at the right tackle I've seen all season. But how about this idea? How about put a tight end next to him? I don't disagree. Again, that is making use of your bad hand. I totally agree. I totally agree. But let's start at the root of the problem here. The root of the problem is this, and I know we're going to get into Trevor. The Broncos do not have a quarterback on their roster that would have won that game yesterday. Oh, I don't buy that at all. Okay. I don't buy that at all. I just am in total disagreement with you. But here's the thing. I'm not just here today to gloat because I could do that for three hours, and it's deservedly so because I have taken so much abuse on this show. I have taken so much abuse on the text line. You've been emasculated. I have taken so much abuse on Twitter. Where have, where, where have they all gone? Where's the guy who used to tweet me, Trevor Simeon 3, at James Merrill at 1? Where's that guy? Where'd you go? Where you been, bud? I mean, you... You have you guys, every, you guys hey, averaging listen, five points a game the last. You have every two weeks. right to gloat, but again, I'm going to bring a little reason and logic but to the table. I will say this: I I'm going to stop mentioning the three games last year when they scored 16 offensive points in the playoffs on the line. I won't say that anymore. That's been exceeded exactly yeah. because now they have a new low. Yeah. I, I'm not going to go there. I have the solution. I have the solution. I'm not just going to be here being negative. You're going to use it in your hot take. It's my hot right. take. I have. The solution for this team. Okay. No, that's and good. That's good. I also have a prime example of what all these yahoos, minions, who go down and watch practice and act like they know what the hell they're talking about, tweeting during training camp, what they missed and what I saw. And it's, you, it's, it'll it'll dovetail into my solution. Would you agree with this? Because I, I made this uh, reference yesterday, and I, I hold by it. I've been watching Broncos football since I could walk, talk, since I noticed what was happening on a TV screen. I am 48 years of age. I have never seen such a pathetic offensive performance by a Broncos team in the history of my Bronco viewing. Now, there may have been well before I was born, but I'm talking about the games I recall, games I've, I've seen them get shut out. Remember, 92 is the last time they got shut out. It was a streak of 394 straight games. Longest active streak without a shutout. So I've seen them get shut out. I saw what happened in Super Bowl 48. But I have never in my life, 48 years as a small man on this earth, 
seen such a pathetic offensive performance than what I witnessed yesterday. Well, there, there's been others that are close, and, and I didn't go back. Not to, like that. I didn't go back to look and see Not what like the, that. what the blowout or what the last shutout was. I know it was in 1992. They lost the game with Elway at quarterback down in New Orleans, 42 to nothing. Yeah, but at it least was awful. I, I go back and look at it. I guarantee they crossed midfield more than twice. It was they similar. crossed midfield twice. It was similar, Vic. Twice to a game they actually won, and HW was there, and it was the opening game of the Josh McDaniels era when they won on the Brandon Stokely play. Yeah. They did nothing offensively in that game other than that play. That rem- nothing. You know, that game yesterday reminded me of the first halves of every Tebow game. You remember the Tebow games? Yeah, right, but they it was a whole game, <laughs> right? It wasn't until the it wasn't last first half. So Tebow lost game. at home in Week 17 to Kansas City, seven to three. So the Kyle Orton led Chiefs yeah. was close. You remember Tebow at Miami when they pulled out that miracle finish? Yes. The first 17 drives before the final two were just oh my god. But it's seven ten, and we're comparing Tebow to Simeon. I, that, I, that's the problem to me. It, it, but, is, but again, is where you have to rack our brain for the ugliest performances in Broncos it, history. It was the most boring. Offensive display of Broncos football. I personally, I'm 48. I'm a native. I consider myself an authority on this subject matter. Okay. Use me as an historian here. It is the worst offensive performance I've ever seen. 50 years of watching football. I'm not sure it's the worst performance we've seen from this offense under Trevor Simeon. Their performance last year at home against New England. And they scored three points. Pretty much the same thing. It was pretty much the same thing. They were lucky to keep the shutout streak going. The difference, that day. the difference in this one is you could have blamed one person, I guess, in that game. The man was running for his life at times yesterday. You know what? The best part of their offense running yesterday for was him his running. Life. I, I was yes. impressed with his mobility. If yesterday. you had, if you had a mobile quarterback in that game, perhaps, perhaps things change. Dude, he was tough as. Nails. The hit that Melvin Ingram registered on that man's face. How he got up from that hit is beyond. So I don't want anybody saying I'm being personal because I thought the kid was as tough as nails yesterday. And I thought the best part of their offense yesterday was him. It was just him running. But he is inept as an NFL quarterback. I've been saying it for the better part of two seasons. And it is time for change. And you know what? Manchester, who you all should have been listening to for the past year plus, has the solution in about seven minutes. My solution is to play Manchester at right tackle. Mm. Maybe a quarterback. Well, if you, you fix right worse. Ta- if you fix right tackle, maybe you'll have a shot to throw the ball down the field. You know what? And, and I hate guy who says I uh, for eight million dollars a year I could do that because they're also wrong. I told you this the day after the game, and everybody laughed. I could have completed every touchdown pass. Trevor Simeon threw against Dallas. I could have. I could have played right it tackle. It was a mirage. I could have played right tackle. And I told you so. I could have put my hands on a running, spinning Joey Bosa just as easily as Alan. And, and no offense to Alan Barber. He was put in a tough spot, moving from guard to right tackle. Whatever. I could have done what he did. I could have touched him. He touched him. That's what he did. He was bad. The fact that they didn't give him any help is worse. Inexcusable. Again, it's inexcusable. You get, you get you get your hand in front of you. You know you got nothing, and your coaches, rather than do the the smart thing, help. Just take your card, throw them away, call it. 
they try to bluff their way to victory. Yeah, it was ridiculous. You're not bluffing NFL teams. The shine is off this coaching staff. You're not bluffing NFL teams. Who said this coaching staff wasn't the dream team everybody said it was? When we come back, our piping hot takes. Who is the one guy in town who didn't love this coaching staff? Manchester has a solution. I have what I consider not a solution, but the next step. Who was that? That the Broncos must take. I wish I'd known. It's Manchester's day. I wonder who said that. It's Revenge of the Manchester. It's Manchester Strikes Back. It is Manchester by the Manchester on the Vic Lombardi Show. Forget Vic Lombardi Show. It's the Manchester Show. Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station. Kreckman and Harris. Coming up Monday, the Broncos go to L.A. and lose to the Chargers. Now they go to Kansas City. Ryan, all of a sudden, this season is taking a turn. The ship is taking on water, Nate, but I'll tell you who's going to help them get that water off the barge and keep that ship floating. That's Mr. Sunshine. Ryan Harris, get more with him Monday on the show. Kreckman and Harris, every weekday afternoon, 3 to 6. Only on Altitude 950. Ever notice how some big sporting goods stores don't carry goods for your sport? Like hockey gear. Center Ice is your hometown yo, yo, specialty yo. hockey shop. They have all Good, the major man. brands, including Bauer, CCM, Pond, and True. No, I have right now, you can save 10% on everything in the store. Everything. Ice, inline, how was the weather? and referee gear. 10% off now till oh, November 15th. Got lots Register to win top-of-the-line hockey gear and get a free gift with purchase. Center Ice, the specialty Ooh. hockey store right. in the tech so center in the Marina Square Shopping Center. Now, there's a morning newscast that moves at the speed of Denver. Good morning, everybody. I'm Megan Howe. Are you dying? And gives you an edge all day long. New details overnight. New this morning. Breaking overnight. Get your morning moving with right, Megan O'Halloran. Kirk Yonke, Pinpoint Weather with Greg Dutra, and Time Saver Traffic with Sam Boyd. Still looking at some slow speeds out there. All right, everybody has issues with credit cards, I'm sure. And I'm sure that credit card debt feels out of control at times. Well, here's a solution. Give my friends at Ideal Home Loans a call. Brent Iverson's on the line with us right now. The number, by the way, 303-867-7000. Brent, how can you help people consolidate those credit card debts that are out there? The insurance company has its own lawyers, its own doctors. Who do you have? Champions of the People. Bell and Pollock. Find us at championsofthepeople.com. That's right. Championsofthepeople.com. For a reason, we'll help you. I'm Chris Walls, and I'm a truck driver from Missouri. For 13 hours a night, I sit in my truck and I drive. Out of boredom, I'll stop and eat. If I'm not doing fast food, I guarantee there's a bag of chips open on my dashboard. That was all until Andro 400. I started out four months ago, and since taking Andro 400, I have dropped 45 pounds. I'm sleeping better. There's no cravings. I actually don't even think about food. My knee pain went away. I've had some lower back issues, and I've noticed that that went away, and I can only contribute that to Andro 400. One thing that Andro 400. Hey, sports fans, Vic Lombardi here. Look at the person next to you. One of the two of you could be saving hundreds of dollars every month by taking advantage of historic low interest rates and refinancing today. Give my buddy Brent Iverson a call at Ideal Home Loan. The number's right in front of you. 303-867-7000. Brent, how do we eliminate this mortgage insurance that people are stuck with? 888-400-0435. Hey, Scott Asian here. When you want to boost your endurance or reduce your fatigue after a long day, drink H2 hydrogen water. No sugar, no caffeine. It's pure water infused with molecular hydrogen. It's a natural way to boost your body with nutrients. Olympic athletes, Sonia Richards-Ross, Jackie Joyner-Kersey, choose h 
too. So get your H2 hydrogen water today at your local King Super so you too can experience the revitalizing power of molecular hydrogen. H2. Here we go again with Colorado's season of change. The leaves change, the temperature changes, even quarterbacks change. Hi, I'm Alan Roach for Johnson Auto Plaza, where we can help you change into that new Jeep you've spent the summer dreaming about. Nobody does it like Johnson Auto Plaza. The Jeep celebration event brings special incentives on every new Jeep in the lineup. There's the new Cherokee, it's best in class, four-wheeler of the year. Jeep Wrangler, the classic, just keeps getting better. The signature Grand Cherokee, it's one more. More awards than any SUV on the planet. You can test drive a Patriot, a Compass, or the incredibly priced Jeep Renegade. With hundreds of new Jeeps in stock, right now, Johnson has your kind of change. It's the perfect partnership. Jeep provides the savings, and the Johnson family provides that way of doing business that turns first-time buyers into lifetime customers. Change into your new Jeep at Johnson Auto Plaza, north of E-470 on Highway 85, johnsonautoplaza.com. The Altitude 950 traffic update. Slower traffic on southbound I-25 starts around 128th Avenue. An earlier crash at 120th and now an accident clearing southbound I-25 at 84th Avenue. Traffic is brought to you by the Exergen Temporal Scanner Thermometer. I-76 stop and go between Highway 2 and US-85 and slowing as you work your way between 74th and 270. The Exergen Temporal Scanner Thermometer is the top choice of doctors, nurses, and other health professionals nationwide. Now can be your choice too. Get yours at your local club warehouse and other fine retailers today. I'm Chris McLaughlin with traffic on Altitude 950. Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station. Now, back to Vic Lombardi. We're not, uh, we're not blocking well. You know, we're not protecting well. Um, you know, we had some good plays called again today. We had some guys wide open and just not hitting the passes. I mean, it's, it's, uh, it's, uh, it's, it's puzzling. You know, we, We've had great weeks of practice, um, offensive line wise. We've, we've run the ball very well you know, up until two weeks ago. So, um, we've got to coach better and play better, obviously. All right. Coach better, play better. I, I don't know what else you could say after that game. In fact, I stopped watching midway through the fourth and helped my, my wife with Halloween decorations. That's how bad it got. I actually honored my wife's request to help decorate the front porch. Think about that for a second. She had the nerve to ask me to decorate the porch on a Bronco Sunday. Do you understand the courage it takes to ask someone like me to do that? I actually watched it on DVR, which I think made it a little less painful because I only burned like an hour and a half of my day watching that nonsense. Um, I had a nine-year-old soccer game. To go to yesterday at two o'clock. More offense in that game. Way more interesting. I mean, it was a three-three tie that was a thriller compared to that Bronco offense, guys. That was that was atrocious. It was absolutely awful, and there is zero way to sugarcoat it. What did they end up running? Two plays in Charger territory. Two. They, they, they crossed, crossed midfield the twice. Out twice on their own accord. All right, here we go. Time for our piping hot takes. Because I spit hot fire. Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station, and the Vic Lombardi Show present Piping Hot Takes. <laughs> Brought to you by Porter at Venice Hospital. Top 5% in the nation for robotic prostate surgery. It's Vic's Hot Take. 
I have to be very careful with this hot take. So careful that I actually wrote things down. When's the last time we wrote things down for our hot takes? Like uh, a couple I, times, right? I did last Tuesday, and you you didn't let me. Get you emailed it. me this at seven fourteen. Did you mean to? I did. Yeah. So I got a little preview here. Oh yeah, I emailed it to you just five minutes ago, saying, "Can you print this for me?" Oh yeah. <laughs> Sorry. I didn't read the email. Apparently. Yeah. <laughs> I, I I looked at him. I said, "Can you print this for me?" Yeah. Okay. And I emailed it to him. Anyway. Here's what I'm going to read. We work, ladies and gentlemen, in a reactionary business. Do we not? We react. We watch games. We react. This is what we do. We react to what we see. Correct? Yes. Coaches seem immune to that same reaction. It's not what they do. Coaches like to stay the course. Coaches like to finish what they started. Coaches are not wired the way those of us in this business are wired. That's why they're coaches. Is it right to make a quarterback change right now? Maybe. Is it necessary to change quarterbacks? Yes, it is. Doing what's right and doing what's necessary are two entirely different animals. What's right here, I guess, if you think about it, is to develop your offensive line, produce a competent run game, allow your quarterback a fair shot at playing the position without the fear of getting his head taken off. That's right. What's necessary is a change at the quarterback position. Why? Because those other things I just mentioned, they're never going to happen. They're never going to happen. Not this year and not with this team. It takes a coach who is secure in his job to make this kind of change. Over the weekend, an experienced local quarterback was pulled mid-game for a lesser experienced quarterback. Did it work? No. But it had to happen, and it did. It happened because the coach saw what we all saw. The coach saw a quarterback missing reads. In fact, he said it after the game. Coach said that his quarterback missed throws. Coach said that his quarterback was ineffective. The coach needed to send a message. That coach was Mike McIntyre. Quarterback was Steven Montez. They made the change. Did it work? No. But the change was necessary. If you can make those kind of changes, if those coaches at the college level can see what we're seeing... Why can't they do it at the pro level? Why is it like pulling teeth to make these kind of decisions at the professional level? No one's going to get hurt. It's part of the job. Sometimes you make change for the sake of change. Steven Montez is still the starting quarterback at CU, but the quarterback had to go in that situation. Coach had to make a change. Why is that so hard to do for NFL coaches? I'll never understand it. But it happens all the time. That's my hot take. A change is necessary just for the sake of change. Next. It's HW's Hot Take. I have a similar hot take, and I will kind of lean on you there. The coaching staff that was brought in was praised largely, right? Vance Joseph, the CEO, leader of men, Mike McCoy, Bill Musgrave, these offensive geniuses, they got a two-for-one on their coordinators Vance Joseph not making a change at halftime yesterday was on him, and it went from being frustrating to infuriating. How they didn't move on from Trevor Simeon when they were down 14 nothing, and just like the game against the Giants felt like they had no chance is beyond me. And then after the game, it's more than just Trevor. It's not just Trevor's fault. It's more than just Trevor. I get it. You're in L.A. You're in a freaking soccer stadium. You're in a, a locker room you don't want to be in. You want to get home. You're not going to go to the podium and torch your quarterback 
20 minutes after whatever the hell that was. But if Vance Joseph doesn't go to the podium at Dove Valley today at 1.30 when he meets with the media and say, guys, you know what? We're going to have to make a switch. We're going to have to go to Brock or Paxton if he's somehow miraculously healthy. Then Vance Joseph is playing with fire. Because this whole leader of men, CEO, is at a crisis point with his football team. And if he does not make a change today, then it's on him. And I'm not going to call for the guy's job because that's ridiculous. He's coached six games. But he is making a conscious choice today what direction he wants to go and what fans are going to think of him and what John Elway is going to think of him and what that locker room is going to think of him and what a defense that could have won the freaking Super Bowl is going to think of him. He has to make a change today or he is messing with fire and he could be in trouble himself if he does not make a change. Totally agree with you today. on this. All the blame that has been thrust on Trevor Simeon's shoulders if they don't change quarterbacks, all that blame needs to go to the head coach. I would agree. Next hot take. It's Manchester's hot take. Well, you guys are both right. They do need to make a change, and it's on Vance Joseph to make that change. Here's the change they need to make. I actually think yesterday it would have been worse with Brock Osweiler because Brock Osweiler can't move. Now, maybe he makes better reads and make get through the ball quicker, which would be shocking, but... Trevor Simeon's ability to move yesterday was the only offense the Broncos had. So I, I think Brock Osweiler would have been worse. Dude, his his scrambling and the personal foul call were the greatest offensive yeah. gains of the yeah, day. Exactly. Um, what they need to do is Mike McCoy needs to do what he did before the Broncos went to Oakland to play the Raiders after they got blown out at home against the Lions when they tried to play a normal offense with Tim Tebow at quarterback. I believe that game was 45 to 10. It was a disaster. The Broncos offense was inept. They go to Oakland the week later, seven days later, and all of a sudden they're running read option with Willis McGahee. Willis McGahee's running for long touchdowns. Tim Tebow's throwing to wide open guys. I mean, all the, in one week, in seven days, they didn't need OTAs to install it. They didn't need training camp to install it. They didn't need any of that stuff. Now, we don't know what his status is. He hasn't been in a sling for seven weeks, but we haven't seen him on a football field. But when he's healthy, what this team needs to do, because they can't block anybody, they need to go shotgun 100% of the time with Paxton Lynch at quarterback and play hurry up. The reason you play hurry up, a couple of things. One, you get a little bit of pace to this offense because it's just so slow. Two, it simplifies the game because there's not personnel changing all the time. If you're at the line of scrimmage, make them play calls. The defense can't change who they have. Paxton Lynch knows the 11 guys that are going to be on the field every single play. You go to Paxton Lynch, you go shotgun, shotgun, you go hurry up, and you do it as soon as he's physically ready to do it because this season isn't lost yet. The NFL's full of mediocre teams. There were seven teams yesterday that didn't score an offensive touchdown. Seven. There was a team that won despite the fact that their quarterback only threw seven passes. It's a bad league this year. The Broncos, can they can they catch the Dolphins and get in the playoffs? Sure. It's not a lost season, but it's a lost season, and it continues to be a road to nowhere if you keep doing the same thing over and over and over again because it ain't working. Mike McCoy's offense ain't working. Mike McCoy's offense with Trevor Simeon pulling the trigger ain't working. Paxton Lynch, shotgun, hurry up, 
do it starting Monday night at Kansas City if he's healthy. It's not going to happen. And that's, I'll tell you that's why. That's the only solution. Yeah, I, I get it. you got to play the hand you're dealt. Coaches have to play the cards they're dealt. If they're good cards, great. If they're bad, figure it out. That's why you're in that position. Let's discuss what the next option is. I like your idea. It's just not going to happen, and I'll tell you why. You got the Vic Lombardi Show at 7.30 on this Monday morning. You want to chime in? The Rain Pro Partners text line, 30933-30933. Love to take your calls as well, 303-753-0950. Stick around. Still got two and a half hours of this business. It's Manchester's Revenge on Altitude 950. Here's your chance to hang out with Scott Hastings and Julie Brahman. Every Thursday during their show, a lucky listener and a friend will have lunch with the host while hanging out in the studio. Presented by Garbanzo Mediterranean Fresh, the perfect balance of nutritious and delicious. Visit eatgarbanzo.com to find a location near you. It's Hanging with Hastings and Brahman every Thursday only on Altitude 950. Berg Simpson is a law firm with a national reputation and proven results. Berg Simpson, your fighters for justice when the game is on the line. Go to BergSimpson.com. That's B-U-R-G Simpson.com. Good lawyers changing lives. This is Holly Kammerer of the Berg Simpson Law Firm. If you've been injured, don't leave the important choice of legal representation to just anyone. We have proven results, and you can check for yourself at BergSimpson.com. That's BergSimpson.com. Berg Simpson, good lawyers changing lives. Tune in tonight on Altitude as your Denver Nuggets look for a victory against the Washington Wizards. Pre-game starts tonight on Altitude at 6 p.m. with tip-off at 7 p.m. For a full list of channel numbers and programming information, log on to our website at AltitudeSports.com and like Altitude Sports on Facebook and Twitter. Altitude Sports, your TV home of the Denver Nuggets. Guess who's back in town? <coughs> it's me, your old buddy. The flu! <coughs> I can't wait to see you. I'll be all over town this year, even in places you don't expect me. Surprise! I'll be <coughs> everywhere. Uh, the flu can be serious or even deadly. Don't tempt fate this year. Get your flu vaccine and protect yourself, your family, and your community. For more information, go to fightfluco.com. Sponsored by the Colorado Department of Public Health and Environment, the Colorado Broadcasters Association, and this station. Hey, it's Moe's for my good buddy Tom Yazwa and Caliber Home Loans. I've known Tom for over 20 years. 14 of those, he's been in the mortgage business. Now, Tom, I know you do regular mortgages, but... The renovation loan is really cool. How does it work? Moe's renovation loans allow you to purchase or refinance and renovate the property all with one loan. So let's say you want to buy a new home. A high percentage of the properties you look at are not perfect. In fact, some of them need a lot of updating. So a renovation loan allows you to remodel, repair, or replace just about anything. So you're remodeling your home before you even move in. Works the same way with refinances. Let's say you want to do a major remodel, but you don't have quite enough equity to get cash out. Well, you can refi and renovate your home and put all the costs into one new loan. The key is is that we're loaning you money based on the after-improved value of the property. Call Tom at Caliber Home Loans today, 303-668-4499. That's 303-668-4499. Owner-occupied and investor loans are available. NMLS 379-218, licensed in the state of Colorado. There is probably nothing more important when you're injured or have had an accident than to get the right people on your side. People who know what they're doing and truly care about you. You need the best medical team, and you also need champions of the people, Bell and Pollock. 
Take it from me. Bell and Pollock are the injury attorneys other attorneys call because they know what you should know. They have the most experience and they're the very best. They get it done. Always available for a free consultation. Bell and Pollock, champions of the people at championsofthepeople.com. The Altitude 950 Traffic Update. Southbound I-25 is running extra slow between 136th Avenue and 84th Avenue from a couple earlier accidents. Traffic is brought to you by the Foundation for a Better Life. Watch for delays. Westbound C-470, a crash coming in now before Morrison Road. Winston Churchill's words stirred his country in the face of defeat. Today, they inspire us to reach for our own victories. Commitment. Pass it on. From the Foundation for a Better Life at values.com. I'm Chris McLaughlin with traffic on Altitude 950. Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station. Text us at 30933 to join the show. We obviously got to get turnovers. We got to create a short field for our offense. And, um, yeah, we got we to gotta make plays. We got playmakers all across the field. And uh, we got we to gotta be able to make plays on defense to put our offense in a better position. Are you ever going to give me this stuff I sent you? Oh, thank you very much. Appreciate that, H.W. Uh, it's great to hear from Von Miller like that after a game. And I love the folks who start to blame everyone, right? You know, the blame game works wonders the day after a Broncos loss. I mean, I'm surprised I haven't been blamed for this. Actually, Manchester did blame me at some point. No, I didn't. I'm surprised. Are you part of the Minions? Well, I don't I, consider you one the of the time, Minions. Half the time I am. No, yeah. you're not down there every day. You're not one of the Minions. The point I'm getting at is if you're blaming the defense at all, for you, what you're seeing, you're an idiot. You've never watched football. Exactly. You have no idea how the game works. They gave up seven points. If we're being honest, I, they gave I, up and, seven and points. And even the seven points they gave up, you, you have to understand how this works, people. You have to understand how this works. When a defense goes into a game knowing full well that their offense is going to give them zero chance to put points on the board, and it's exactly what's happening, they're going to take extra chances Correct. to make plays. When you take extra chances... To make plays. That's how Keenan Allen gets open across the field. That's how guys, that's how things break down when you're taking extra chances. They have no choice. They, they have to do something. They've been told for the last three weeks, hey guys, where's the turnovers? You gotta produce turnovers. And turnovers aren't even good enough. Mm-hmm. They gotta be turnovers that result in touchdowns. It is why I told everybody the plan of rely on your defense or the great de- it's, it's, not going to work. It can't work on a week-in, week-out basis because turnovers tend to be more luck than anything else. They come in bunches. You can't count on them. You have to have a competent offense that can put points on the board when they're not given the ball at the 35-yard line all the time. You have to, and they don't. They don't. Relying on your defense in, in 2017 NFL is foolish and impractical. It just is, and we have seen the result of that three of the last four weeks. The defense wasn't bad against the Giants. They really weren't. No, no. I mean, no. people acted like, oh, they just picked them apart. No, they didn't. Yeah. They really didn't. They gave up They gave up 16 points. They gave up less than 300 yards. Eli Manning didn't do really anything. They gave up 120 yards rushing to a guy, which really was two big plays. And, I mean, it's a joke. And by the way, kudos to Von Miller, who during the course of that game had a sack knowing full well that his team was getting beaten at the time and wasn't doing anything. How did he react? How would he have reacted to that sack a year ago? What would he have done a year he ago? He probably would have danced. What did he do yesterday? He did nothing. Nothing, because he knew. Here's... Because he knew, because he's he's much more mature now. He here's gets it. what I think everybody missed during training camp, that they, di- they, they didn't observe properly. 
and and I and I said this to Jeff Legwald just last week when he was here. I don't. I I was at eight different days of practice. I didn't go to every single one, but I was at eight full days of practice. Watch you got a big enough sample size to make watch some start to finish. I never left to practice, and I and I'm a hundred percent being truthful here. Never left to practice thinking, man, Trevor looked good. Mm-hmm. Where he totally he he completely outplayed Paxton Lynch. I thought for the most part they were the same. They were basically the same guy. I thought when I watched them physically, Paxton Lynch has a much better arm. But I never saw one guy just being incompetent and one guy being just dazzling, ever. But I did see, when Paxton Lynch was on the field, more juice. And let me give you an example. More emotion? Yes. Let me give you the prime Mm -hmm. example. You guys were both there, I believe, when we watched the practice inside the new facility. Mm -hmm. We did, yes. And what was the number one thing, the only thing anybody talked about after that When he threw it out of bounds on On fourth fourth goal. Let's tweet a photo of the mark on the side of the wall. That was all there was. Mm -hmm. At the end of that practice, both guys got to run the four-minute drill, right, where it was basically, hey, you got to get a first down so we can run out the clock here at the end of a game. Trevor went three and out. Paxton converted. And do you remember the, the, the interaction between he and Emmanuel Sanders? It was the, the the thing the guys do where they run at each other and they jump and they turn and they kind of hit backs. Yeah, the um, chest bump. Whatever you call that. The side bump. Yes. You see none of that emotion with Trevor Simeon and his teammates. Ever, ever, ever. Not in a game, not in a practice, ever. I can't deny that. And it happened repeatedly at training camp. Yep. That was just one day that I think is a prime example of everybody wanted to focus on a bad decision on fourth down. I admitted it. It was. It was terrible. It's like, dude, you can't do that. I'd rather have you do it in the practice facility in July or August than in a real game. And I thought that's why you had practice was to get mistakes out of your way. And nobody paid attention to it. In fact, nobody was even watching practice at that point. They had all gone down toward the garage door to get ready for when the players came off. I was like the only guy still watching what was happening. That's what people missed. They missed the fact of there's some energy with that guy. And is he going to make mistakes? Sure. Of course he is. But so does the other guy. He should have had five interceptions yesterday, guys. Mm-hmm. There were two oh, easily. that yeah. were yeah. right in the numbers. They Drop. were impossible yeah. to drop, and they dropped him. He could have had five. He fumbled again. He now has, what, four or five fumbles, seven picks? to his eight touchdowns, he makes mistakes too. Paxton Lynch brings an energy to the field, an energy to his teammates. It's why I never bought this bunk of, you can't sell it to the locker room. Well, the locker room sure seems to like the guy when they're on the field together in practice. What the hell are these people watching when they're at practice? I'll tell you what, nothing. They're seeing what they want to see. Because when I was at practice, what we saw yesterday was basically what I saw during training camp. Here's the issue. Manchester's revenge on this Monday. It's all Manchester Monday. You can say or do whatever you please today. I don't think you mean that. You're right. Here's the problem. He's not playing this week. He's not going to play next week. He's not ready to play physically. Well, then then we need a report on why. Okay. The longest pass he's thrown in a practice is 14 yards. We need to know why. It, 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 he was hurt on August 26th. Today is October 23rd. Tell me why Andrew Luck hasn't played. Right? He had surgery I don't know. nine months but ago. But you know what? That was a bunch of bunk. And they didn't give honest, truthful answers. So and people didn't ask okay, the right so, questions. So today at the Broncos coaches press conference, I agree with you. 
This is where we in the media have to be a little more authoritative when it comes to this. Why isn't Paxton Lynch ready to play? What is Correct. the prognosis? And when will he be ready to play? It was a that, short-term that's exactly, injury. H.W., you go and do the... Uh, I can't. I've got nuggets tonight. Today? Yeah. Maybe make my, may, can may you, my way down there. Can you go down and ask the fall? Here, we're going to write it out for you. Okay. I want you to read it from an index card. Let's write it out for him. Okay. What should he say? How should he ask the question? Are we talking to Vance? Vance Joseph. He's the only one speaking today. Okay. Then I'll have it okay. up the locker room. Because... Understand this. Paxton Lynch made the trip. Mm-hmm. He's not wearing a sling anymore. He no. looks healthy, but from what I'm told, he's not healthy. Not only is he not healthy, he's grossly out of shape, from what I'm told. Okay. What, what does right. that mean? I, 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 what is that? I'm just telling you he's what grossly I'm... grossly out of shape? Telling you what I'm told. Grossly out of shape? Yes. Like, what does that mean? Like, he hasn't done any cardio gonna, the last two t- months? It's going to take some time for him to get back into game shape. That's what it means. I find that... Almost impossible to okay, believe. Let's forget that. The question you need to ask Vance Joseph today. In fact, we had to send a, like a film crew down there, tape crew, TV yeah, crew. I think we should. Yeah. Can Marty go with him and film this? Don't use the word film. I used it too. It's the wrong term to use. Video it. Tape it. Yeah. HW, mm-hmm. you stand up in that yep. press conference. Okay. Coach Joseph, Paxton Why Lynch. Why don't I just stand up? Just to be seen to be more authoritative. No one understand. stands up in those things. I know, but you you need to stand. Okay. Stand and say, Coach Joseph. Coach Joseph. H.W. here from Altitude 950. H.W. Altitude 950. Wanting to know when Paxton Lynch will be ready to play football for your football team. When is he going to be in uniform, and what's taking so long to get back in uniform? What is happening? Why, to Manchester's point, was he hurt on August 26th? We were told it was no big deal, and two months later, he's still not ready. That's what we want to know today. Yes, because you're not going. What you're not going to hear is, well, you know, we're waiting for Paxton to get. He's not going to say that. He's not going to say that. Next in line is Brock Osweiler. It's been 58 days. Okay, but what is he going to do today at his presser? If if we had this conversation a week ago, and you told me he's not making a change. A week later, is he making a change? I'd still be surprised if he makes a change. Why? I, I don't know. Why asking he you this. not make a change? You're, you're tell, you're at, do they need to? Yes. Oh, my they God. Need. It's Here, the most he, obvious thing in Denver. Here's why. Because they're going to go to Kansas City at Arrowhead on a Monday night. Brock Osweiler's played in, in tough places I before. Agree, I agree with you. I agree. This guy is one and six in his last seven road games. He's going to tell me win was a blocked extra point I, return. Listen, I'm with you. A change is necessary. They have no chance. Well, for then Travis why won't they make it? It's not going to happen. Why? why? In my why? estimation, why? I would why? be surprised if at one point today. Why? I just told you. No, you said no, you, you just said you'd be surprised. surprised. Did you why? read my hot take? Why? why? Because coaches are. Ultra conservative. He's going to get himself fired if he doesn't make a change. And they believe they can coach their way out of tr- out of issues. That's they they firmly believe that. They believe that. Hey, you know, there's the offense. The offense works on paper. Well, go run it. You know, you're right. That's why they I, went with. That's why they went with this guy. I mean, they run this multiple offense, and they say, "Here it is." I, I, I don't know why you guys can't run it. It who works. Has said for a year and a half that they gave the guy the job because he's the best guy at the whiteboard. Who said it over and over and over again? Well, you know what? You don't play the game on the whiteboard. You don't. Dude. You have to have somebody who can make some plays. I don't know why they wouldn't make the switch. I don't disagree with you that they won't, because that's where I would bet, too. But the question would be, why? Why? What do you have to lose? 
this isn't working. And Mike McCoy needs to do some self-evaluation if he's that in love with his offense. Because this is the offense that got you fired in San Diego because you're the only guy to lose to Hugh Jackson's Cleveland Browns. And it's the same thing that's going to get you fired here because that is abysmal. Lance Joseph is going to be Ben Simmons, dude. He's going to be one and done if he's not careful. He needs to make a damn change, and he needs to make it today. I like Paul's comments here on the text line. I'm on board with Manchester's take. I don't think a quarterback change will really solve it, but it literally cannot get worse. You try anything and everything at this point. I'm with you, Paul. I don't think a quarterback on the Broncos roster would have won that game yesterday. I don't. Veda had as good a chance with Jordan Taylor. I'm just telling you, there's Wyatt not a Kelly. quarterback on the Broncos roster that would have won that game yesterday. Fair or not, it's that is the time. truth. It's and time you know to start it. looking ahead to 2018 and beyond. It's you got the Vic Lombardi show. And every Wednesday morning at 7.30, Vic Lombardi talks with head coach Jared Bednar. They're trying to set a real high standard here. Bringing their A game every night. We want to get our fans back excited about this team and this group. Jared Bednar on Altitude 950. Wednesday mornings at 7.30. So we're talking about texting and driving, but what about hands-free, Chad? Well, there are dozens of studies that have come out. You are just as numb and just as unable to promptly respond to the dangers on the road when you're hands-free as when you've got the device in your hand. It, it absolutely has zero effect. It's turning your brain off to all of the dangers of driving when you're texting or when you're communicating on the phone. Get the picture? If you've been injured in an accident, contact the personal injury team at Anderson Hemet online at andersonhemet.com. Save hundreds on your next Yukon, Buick Encore, Sierra 1500, or Acadia at Sus Buick GMC. At SUS, there are no dealer fees, ever. The price you see is the price you pay, plus tax. SUS saves you hundreds on their vast selection of over 500 new and used cars and trucks. So when you're looking at the sleek and powerful new GMC terrain on SUS.net, you can focus on how you'll spend the hundreds you saved. SUS Buick GMC, where they treat you like family. Family owned for over 35 years at 1301 South Havana in Aurora. Since 2001, Ideal Home Loans has helped thousands of Coloradans get into the home loan that works for them. And we've had a number of radio and television personalities who have chosen Ideal Home Loans for their own personal mortgage. And when you hear them talk about us, it's because they've called us to ask our advice on what they should do for their own personal mortgage situation. You don't want to miss out on the lowest interest rates of the year by calling Ideal Home Loans today at 303-867-7000 to take advantage of 30-year fixed rates of 3.7%. With an APR of 3.904%. Have you noticed how fast homes are selling in your area? We've seen home values go up as much as 30%. That means you could eliminate mortgage insurance even if you bought in the last year or two or consolidate bills, pay off debt, and save money every month. And you may not even need an appraisal. To find out more, call us today at 303-867-7000 or apply online at idealhomeloans.com. Equal opportunity lender regulated by Dora, NMLS 136756. For terms and conditions, call 844-45-IDEAL. John Elway here. Nothing's better than being at home, especially a new one. The people of Colorado agree, and they trust American financing for their new home loans. It's an amazing time to buy, and home prices are on the rise. Getting pre-qualified today gives you real buying power. Sellers want to know that you're for real, and being pre-qualified by American financing gives them that assurance. And that's a key to winning in a seller's market. What makes me a fan? They have only salary-based mortgage consultants and don't believe in pressure. Pressure is fine on the field, but not for your home loan. American Financing has no upfront fees and will customize a loan program to fit your financial goals. The Better Business Bureau has given them an A rating. 
If you're in the market for a new home loan or a refinance, call American Financing today at 303-695-7000 or visit their website at AmericanFinancing.net. American Financing, Colorado's home for home loans. NMLS 182334, regulated by the Division of Real Estate. The Altitude 950 Traffic Update. Southbound I-25, you're going to be dealing with stop-and-go traffic, 144th to 84th Avenue from earlier issues. Traffic is brought to you by Foundation for a Better Life. C-470 running slow westbound, approaching Morrison Road with an accident in the clearing stages. Winston Churchill's words stirred his country in the face of defeat. Today, they inspire us to reach for our own victories. Commitment, pass it on from the Foundation for a Better Life at values.com. I'm Chris McLaughlin with traffic on Altitude 950. Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station. Now, back to Vic Lombardi. Pro Partners text line 30933-30933 celebrating Manchester's revenge on this Monday morning. Uh 4016 writes in, the bright side of this season is that if we keep going at this rate, we will have a really good draft pick. I tweeted this to uh, Manchester yesterday. You know how Manchester picked 6 and 10 and he got into fights with people via Twitter? I actually tweeted Manchester, your, your prediction's way off. What? 6 and 10? They may not get to 4 let alone 6 and 10. I'm trying to find a game on the schedule that they can win right now. Well, you guys thought I was hyperbolic. When remember when I said they may win more games in the preseason than they do in the yeah. regular season? Now, I, even at 3 and 3, I'm not feeling confident that my 6 and 10 is going to be correct. Mm-hmm. But this ain't a playoff team. You find a way to scotch tape it to 7 and 9, yeah. 8 and 8. And yeah. I, and I'm telling you guys, if they stick with Trevor and they scotch tape it to 7 and 9, yeah. and they'll convince themselves, "Hey, Look how much better we got. It was first year under McCoy and Simeon playing together. They'll talk themselves into this same crap again next year. If you're a Broncos fan, as odd as this sounds, you should be rooting, as long as Trevor Simeon plays, for more games like yesterday. What I want to understand is this, because you're right. You have every reason to gloat today and say, I told you so. Why is it that I picked the Broncos to lose and you picked the Broncos to win? Uh It's called coming in and having a hedge. <laughs> You're hedging. I was talking to my yeah, wife about picked, it last night. We both I mean, picked the Chargers. Listen, I mean, yeah. Again, if you're the guy who's gloating, <laughs> I, I I don't get this because yes, we make our picks every week, and I pick the Broncos to lose. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Now I, I, I will bring this up because I want to I want to prove it to you. Yeah. Uh, that was 100 percent an on air hedge, is what that was. But Will and I are in a a little bit of a pool thing. And you can pick games, and it's based on, you know, the the harder the game is to pick, the more points you can get. The Broncos-Chargers was the 16-point game. If you pick it right, you get 16 points. If you pick it wrong, you'll lose 16 points. Uh-huh. It's a 32-point swing. Look at the number one game I picked. 16. Well, well, why didn't you do this on the air? Because I was hedging. He's hedging. He's what also way behind. Wait, wait, what do you his, mean by that? I don't know what that pick, means. So Either you believe a team will win or you don't. Because <laughs> then I could come in here today and go, hey, I picked them. Yeah. Of course I, of course I knew they were going to You understand win. what it makes you look like. I totally understand what it makes me look like. But Vic, you still haven't answered. What's the question? When James and I said why 27 straight times, 
you still have not answered. Did you hear my hot why take? Why they won't make a change today? Should I? Why? Read? Why will they not make right, a change let me, today? Let me, let me read. Let me read you, straight because okay. I wrote it down today. Hold on. He, he continues hold on. to not answer. Hold on. The no, I, I'm going to answer right now. Here's why. Ready? Why? Here's why. why? Because coaches are conservative by nature. They scored and, zero points. And coaches believe <laughs> what they put on paper or on the big board will fix all. That's why. They were down 21 to 3 to the Giants and 21 now okay. to the Chargers. Wait a minute. And wait a minute, he's going to take the podium today and not make a change? Do you guys remember when I went off on the rant about how coaches are cowardly? Yes. And how well, the only that's reason they played the I'm not going to use the word cowardly. Fine. That's I'll ridiculous. Use it. But the only reason they played Brett Favre is cuz yeah. Don Mikowski got hurt. The only reason they're playing Deshaun Watson is cuz they Tom Savage was brutal for a half. I mean, yeah. it, there's example after example after example of this. They're doing the same thing here. They did it last year, too. They went with the guy who, you know what, he's really good at the chalkboard. Mm-hmm. I mean, the whole, well, he's won the job with two different coaching staffs. No, two different coaching staffs were wimps. They were wimps. Let me ask they you went this. with the guy who was good in a room on Wednesday afternoon as opposed to a guy who's good on the football field. Because we saw nothing, nothing during preseason at all Again, that suggested Trevor I, Simeon I, was better this year than last year. I don't want to spend three hours minimizing this problem on one position because we know it's bigger than one position, okay? I don't want to go there. Did you watch the right tackle position? Did yes. anybody watch it? Yes. Okay. Who had a tougher day yesterday, the right tackle or the quarterback? I think they were team? about the same. Who had a tougher day all around? I think they were about the same. But one is contingent on the other, okay? Sure. So this leads to the following but question. But is he the only quarterback in the league that has a bad right tackle? I get it. If you put Russell Wilson back there, he makes do. He's not Russell Wilson. Me. He's not. No, I understand He's that. not. He's not Russell Wilson. I have but a solution. They trying. have a mobile quarterback. They, Paxton Lynch is not Russell Wilson. They have a mobile Stop quarterback. It. He's not Russell Wilson. Dude, He's what, six foot fourteen. Look what he did at, at Memphis. Look what look at the offense Stop. he played. You know what? That's what they. That's what Mike McCoy should be doing right now. Watching Memphis tape. Running that offense. Run that's the same. Not a offense. bad idea. Oh, you can't you know, learn my offense. Well, good because your offense sucks, Mike. Let's run a different offense. Legwold brought up brought up a great idea last week. He said the best the Broncos have looked offensively is when they went to that jumbo package. When they brought a couple tight ends, an extra tackle, and they just said, screw it. Well, you know what the other thing they need to do? They need to sit Sammy Winder 2.0 down. They do. That guy can't play. Oh, like Jamal Charles did a lot yesterday. The guy I mean, can't play. Again, you're blaming a position no, when you know it's the people in front of him. This is another one that will come around That's and fine. everybody will say, fine. you were fine. right, fine. you can't fine. play. Because on another station, there's a guy in this town who continues to insist he's going to rush for 2,000 yards, which is the dumbest thing ever said in Denver sports history. The guy can't play. Let's, I would play Jamal Charles or, you know what, fine. play Devontae Booker. Let's ask play a him. deeper question. Let's ask a bigger question. The pass play to Devontae Booker yesterday might have been their best offensive No play. doubt about it. He looked fast. Let me ask you this, though. Who's really to blame right now? Is it the coaches who can't make do with what they have, with whatever hand they're dealt, or is it the person who dealt the cards? It's the person who dealt the cards. Well, he's also the guy who picked the coaches, right? We're we're now shifting this to John Elway. Oh, it starts with John Elway. How many times does he get to rebuild this offensive line? Because this is what I said when Mm -hmm. everybody told me this year's was going to be good. I said, you guys all told me, Russell Okung and Donald Stevenson were going to solve it last year. That was a colossal Donald flop. Donald Stevenson can't even get the get on the field. This year, it's a colossal flop. The offensive line that they patched together during the Super Bowl run. I mean, come on. I tweeted the yeah. opening day of training camp that year. What a joke that offensive line was. It, it, it was, who was the guy? Ben Garland was starting. Mm-hmm. They had four combined starts total on that offensive line. 
or the opening day of training camp that year. Now, they patched it together. They brought in Ryan Harris. They brought in Evan Mathis, et cetera, and they were able to make it a little bit better by the end of the year. But the start of training camp, that was a joke of an mm-hmm. offensive line. That was John Elway. 2015, failure. 2016, failure. 2017, failure. I mean, how many times do you get to rebuild this offensive line before you All go, right, so you don't know I, what you're doing, I will, dude. I will ask you this question again. What is the deeper concern, and I want you to be fair, is it the offensive line or is it the quarterback position? Quarterback. More than offensive line. Yes. Wholeheartedly disagree Because with there are quarterbacks out there who survive behind worse offensive lines. And, and, and there are very mediocre quarterbacks who look pretty damn good behind really good offensive lines. Mm. That's just, they, they go hand in hand, James. You have to admit that. Dude, it wouldn't matter if he had... Ten seconds to throw. I get it. He still can't throw the ball down it. the field. I get it. But he I had wonder... a perfect pocket on the on the pick six he threw last week. Yes, that had nothing to do with and pressure. And he grossly underthrew Virgil Green on a seam route yesterday. Good Lord, it was awful. The, the, the long play to DT that got called back. Bad read. Bad decision. Again, he had a wide open. I really, he throws a jump ball. I really believe that's a product of just happy feet, which is a product of a porous offensive line. Well, we didn't, and you're going to hate that I say this. But we didn't make that excuse for Peyton Manning. We're not making it for okay. Trevor Simeon. All right, you're it's not hold... an excuse. Okay. So it's, it's not, an, not excuse. an excuse. Here's what opposing teams are doing. We can agree on this. You guys watch the game. Here's what they're doing. They're not even. They're not stacking the line of scrimmage with six or seven. They're, they're just four guys up front, and then they're they're holding their linebackers back. And when they see that it's a, a pass play, the edge is coming fast and furious, and all the DBs are simply standing ten yards back. Correct. That's it. That's Correct. it. They're standing at the sticks. You know why? Not because they don't think Trevor Simeon can throw it deep. They know he's not going to have the time to throw it deep. They go hand in hand. Exactly. So what what they're doing is, all right, is this quarterback on a seven-step or five-step drop really going to get three seconds to look at the field? No. But why was Janoris Jenkins able to pick it, get the pick six last week? Bad read. Because he knew exactly, exactly what Trevor's going to do. They all Captain stay at the check sticks. Exactly. Going to check it down. Exactly. I mean, he had all but kinds of time much, on that. How play. much of this, though, th- this whole circumstance? Because this is what t- defenses are doing now. <laughs> they're just rushing four because the offensive line is that porous. They're just their their front four is going. Everybody else is just staying back at the sticks. As a coach, what's your counter move? What's your counter? If you were the well, offensive, you have to change personnel, dude. But wait, right, you have to change personnel. Let's pretend they can't. What is your counter move if opposing defenses are doing that? They're rushing four and everybody's staying at the sticks. What do you do? Help me out. Well, you, the, the number one thing you have to do every single play is have a second tackle or a tight end playing on Chip. the right side. You have you, okay. you you play essentially with six offensive extra line. protection. Yes. Okay. So That's that means the number one so, thing. So I that means fewer guys will be in route. One fewer guy in the okay. route. Okay. Yeah. Which if you took Virgil Green, Jeff Hireman, or AJ Derby out of a route. It, would anybody notice? So you go in jumbo is what we talked about. No, nah, because to me jumbo is seven or eight, uh-huh. right? So I, I think it's, I think you'd six. I think that's a meet in the middle. You uh-huh. have to give him help on that side. All right. But apparently we must be morons because we saw the exact same thing last year against Kansas City and they never helped Donald Stevenson out. They never mm-hmm. helped Tyson Brilo out. Why aren't they helping these guys I don't know. out? I don't know. I mean, when John Fox was here, we heard that the game plan went up in smoke if Virgil Green got hurt because yeah. he's the best blocker in the history of the tight end position. Well, then why in the hell isn't he in blocking? Why wouldn't you line Jeff Hireman up next to Alan Barber the entire game? The entire game. Not one. The entire game. Hey, Hireman, you're going to sit here and you're going to help on Bosa and Ingram 
And if for some reason they don't line up on this side, you want to pop out for a quick route, great. But the entire game, you're going to help. Because nobody else, I mean, Garrett Bowles had a penalty that called back a nice run by Trevor. And, you know, he wasn't great yesterday. But for who he was going against, did you think Garrett Bowles got worked over? I didn't. He didn't look like Tyson Brylo or Michael Schofield. He didn't. I thought he was fine. I thought Max right. Garcia was fine. I, I posed, was fine. I pose this question to the listeners. You know what opposing defenses are doing. The last two teams have done it. The Chiefs are going to do the same. What is your counter move if you're an offensive coordinator? If Because I don't want to even talk about defense. In special teams, that's a whole different matter. That's a, a almost a, a topic for another day. Oh, wait a minute. Who, who who was the one guy who didn't drink the Brock Olivo Kool-Aid? You. Who was that guy? That you. was you. Oh. But I want to talk about Remember the offense specifically today. If you Vaguely. are coordinating this offense, what do you do? What move do you make to move the football? To have somewhat of a normal offense. I gave it to you. Well, and I also want to dive into you guys are both blaming John Elway. And I don't disagree, but blaming John Elway in this town is not a popular move. And both you two blame John Elway. You got the top of the hour, 802. You got the Vic Lombardi Show. Altitude 950, Denver's All Sports Station. Coming up tonight, the Nuggets homestand continues as they host John Wall, the Wizards, at Pepsi Center. Tip-offs at 7 o'clock with the pregame show getting underway at 6.35. Jason Kosminski, the radio voice of the Nuggets, will be on the call. KKSE, Parker, Denver, home of the Nuggets. Wide open three. Yeah! Home of the Avalanche. Beat Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station. Now, back to Vic Lombardi. He's most comfortable when the running game is effective. You know, that's that's when he is in his comfort zone. You know, when the running game is effective, he can play pass and keep us in short third downs. Right now, every third down is 8, 9, 10. So that's a, a tough spot for a young quarterback to be in. From the Reem Pro Partners text line, again, want you to engage this morning. Tell us what you would do. What's your counter move if you're the Broncos and you have nothing going offensively? Zero. You know exactly what the opposing defenses are going to do. They're going to line up. They're going to leave their front four up there and then basically play the sticks. All the DBs are going to line up at the sticks and say, go ahead, throw it over our heads. You don't have enough time to do so. You can't. So what do you do? What's your counter move? From the text line. 0419 Nash says, you can blame the old line, but the two tackles on the Chargers yesterday did just fine. And they were run out of Denver this offseason. I blame the QB more than the old line. Russell Okun and uh, Michael Schofield. And I don't know if you guys remember this play, but the announcers, Rich Gannon, made a comment about it. Do you remember the one where Philip Rivers was rolling to his right and threw the ball back across his body and hit a receiver that was crossed? I think yeah. he, mm-hmm. I mean, that's the kind of play you just don't see from Trevor Simeon. Mm-hmm. If, no, he, if Philip Rivers isn't no. mobile, he's yeah, not. He, he focuses on one side of the field. Yeah, That's, I mean it's there's it, no it, doubt about it's it. a quarterback issue, and the because the, you've changed offensive coordinator. But every time you say it's a quarterback issue, my my all I'm thinking is they don't have a quarterback on the roster that can solve that issue. Well, if he's healthy, no, that they seems do. like a defeatist attitude. If he's though. healthy, like they let's do. not mix things up because we just think everyone I else sucks. I, I agree. I I think you should give every quarterback on the roster an opportunity at this point. There's what, what you got to lose. Right. I just. What leads you to believe that they have a quarterback that would have won that game yesterday? Honestly, think. The, I mean, I Brock, you to Brock was five that. and two the year they won the Super okay. Bowl. Do you believe that if Brock Osweiler and I love Brock, you know how much He's I love a Brock. guy. You know how much I love Brock. Do you believe 
given the circumstances and the same game game plan, Brock would have won that game. Maybe. I don't know if he would have won, but he wouldn't have gotten shut out. If they if they make that switch at halftime, I give the Broncos a, a puncher's chance. To Just like if they had made game. it at halftime at the Giants game. Correct. That's what we talked about last week. Correct. Because, uh, I, Vic, you talked about the, the way the defense has to be thinking. At least if they make that switch... They come out to start the second half going, all right, maybe. Maybe we okay, got a shot here. But what kind Let's of go offense? make some plays for Brock. Does the Let's offense do stay the same is what I'm saying. Do you change the offense at all? I don't the know. Offense, I, you would have to. He's less mobile but, than Trevor, right? But He's less mobile. We, we And Rich Gannon, again, mentioned this on the broadcast. The jump ball that he threw to, to Demarius Thomas, which was woefully underthrown, DT made the play. They called the interference, called it back. He said Benny Fowler was wide open on a crossing route. Yeah. So, it's not always just, oh, he didn't have time. He just misses guys. He doesn't see guys. We would see that gif over and over and over he's again if it happened in a preseason game with Paxton Lynch. He's not processing the field. He's not. So if but you're is on- that a result of him or the people in front of him that cause him to just focus on one I don't know, but guy? the number... Whatever it is, you're right. The answer is the same. The, were- the answer is the same. The answer is you got to try somebody else. There were two reasons why Trevor Simeon got the job. He's smart, and he's going to take care of the football. They kind of go hand in hand. Well, if he's missing reads, then he's not smarter than Paxton Pyle, who everybody in Denver media with nothing to back it up wants to say that he's a moron. And they've just made that the conventional wisdom around town, which is shameful. But he's not making smart, he's not making smart decisions in terms of reads. And he's not taking care of the, care of the football. The two things the guy can do, supposedly, he doesn't do. Now, we didn't see that in preseason last year. We didn't see it during the season last year. We didn't see it in preseason this year, but for some reason, he quote-unquote won the job twice with two different coaching staffs. It's a bunch of balderdash. Let me read this from the text line. Joseph chimes in. Joseph says, also, remember Barber was like their fourth choice at right tackle for this week. I mean, come on. Here's my retort to that. If you know he's your fourth choice, if you know that he shouldn't be there, if you know that he's going to struggle there, why on earth would you not have a tight end the entire game helping him out against Ingram and Bosa? Listen. I mean, if you know he's going to struggle, you're, you're telling me, talking about defeatist attitude, you're telling me you're throwing some guy out there that that can't handle the job. If you know that and you're a coaching staff and you don't do anything about that, who's at fault here? He's their, He was their fourth choice, not because he was their fourth best right tackle. He was their fourth choice because they would have preferred to keep him at left guard. That's why he was their fourth choice. He's not worse than Donald Stevenson. He's not who, God, why am I blanking on the guy who got hurt last week after he played Manalik for Watson. eight no, minutes? Watson. No, the other guy. The guy who came in and broke his hand. Oh, Billy uh, Turner. Turner. Billy Turner. Yeah. Thank you. I always want to call him Billy Wynn. He's not worse than him. And it, people make it sound like they, they went out into the StubHub Center parking lot, found a fat guy, and put a uniform on him. That's not what happened. Why are you not chipping on every single play if you can't Agreed. handle the guys in front of you? Agreed. Why do you think, why do these coaches believe that their system is so damn good, so creative, that their system will win games? That's not how well, football works. I think works. to be a football coach, you're an egomaniac, right? So it, it wouldn't shock me if that was I think you'd be good at case. any job you are to some extent. Yes. If you don't believe you're good at it, you're not going to be exactly. good at it. Okay, but biggest... our football coach is egomaniac who's more the, than hey, the average Joe working at the bank. Who's you know, the biggest egomaniac you know? I shouldn't answer that question. That was his name on the show? <laughs> exactly. That's how it works. The two people sitting at this table with the me? Point is, the point, me is, trouble the point is, if these coaches look at their playbooks and say, oh, yeah, wait till we get to Kansas City. We got a scheme for them. Right. We're going to block these guys straight up, and then we're going to do that and this and then well, that. And the, uh-uh. That's not, the way, that's not the way football works. 
It, right. It's a physical game. You can't it, you can't anticipate that your guy's going to make the block every time. In fact, at this point, if I'm a Broncos coach, I anticipate you're going to miss the block. I anticipate that there's going to be chaos. Allen Barber started last year at right tackle for a couple games for the Eagles. So it's not as though they were, again, picking a guy up off the street. He's perfectly capable of playing that position. You probably need to help him. But he's, he, he, again, it's not a guy that was, that was there to, you know, go to the game and he happened to be yeah. wearing a Bronco jersey, so they put him in the game. Blame game though. Blame game. Yeah. I, I I'm going to give you four categories and I want them ranked one to four. The O-line, Trevor Simeon, the coaching staff, and John freaking Elway. I want them ranked one to four because we have to assign blame when you lose 21 nothing. Well, I have the, to. The, the trouble with this is that one begets the other. Yes, right? The number if, one if, answer is John Owens. Yeah, I mean, he selected if, all the other I was guys. Say, if you're going to start, it always, always, at any company, it always, whenever we have a bad show, it's James' fault. Correct. It always starts at the top. Correct. No matter what. So John Elway is to blame for well, what happened well, yesterday. Again, again. Here, here's the way to answer that question. Who picked the head coach? John Elway. Who picked the quarterback? They would tell you Vance Joseph, but I think we can all agree that John Elway had a hand in that. Who who put together this offensive line? John Elway. Yeah. I mean, it's, that's, that's who's to blame. That's obviously where it starts. So, so, let's, so let's is, is the shine off John Elway? Uh, again, hold on a second. Let's rem- we all acknowledge that's where it starts. Let's remove his name from the equation. Correct. Give me those other three, because we're not going to shy from that. It always starts and ends with the guy making the okay. call. Let's do the other three, because that, that's a great question. All right, it's the O-line, it's Trevor Simeon, and it's the coaching staff. Number one is the coaching staff. For me, number one is the O-line. For me, number okay. one is Trevor Simeon. Okay, which I, I I don't think any of them are a bad option. Yeah. But I think it's the coaching staff, and here's why. The coaching staff selected Trevor Simeon as their, as their starting quarterback. That, that was mm-hmm. The coaching staff refuses to bench him two straight weeks when at halftime it was hopeless, everybody knew it was hopeless, and it continued to be hopeless. Yeah. And the coaching staff is unable to come up with a system where he can succeed, mm-hmm. or Alan Barber can succeed, or any of the other guys out there can succeed. But the only caveat I would put into that is we've seen this same result with two different coaching staffs yes. and two different offensive lines. Who's the common denominator in this offense sucking for 22 consecutive games? 13. He's the common denominator. So perhaps I'm now leaning toward HW's vote here. They said it over and over and over again yesterday. But Do you there... believe Demarius Thomas hasn't scored a touchdown in 12 yeah. games or 11 games? It was November. He, he's going on almost a year without a touchdown. But, but, That's remarkable. But, but I would I would counter by saying the common denominator is the porous O-line two years straight. Well, but at some point, if you keep changing everything around you and nothing gets any better, I get it. maybe it's a you problem. I get it. I like, can't listen. I can't fight you today. I can't. There's at no fight. some point, it wasn't Elizabeth Taylor's bad husbands. It was Elizabeth Taylor. What the Bronco coaches are trying to do, again, using a poker reference, even though I don't even know the rules of poker, they're dealt a bad hand. They're they're dealt, they're dealt a two, a three, a four, and two of something else. And they're trying to bluff their way to take the pot. You can't bluff in this league. You can't bluff. (laughs) Sorry. Either you fold or you figure it out. Do you remember after the Dallas game when somebody said, Hey, this is because they're running all the stuff they've been working on for six months, and as soon as teams see film of this, it won't be as effective. 
That was you. The Dallas oh, game feels like it was panic. five years ago, not five weeks ago. And then I remember I said, well, it's also because these teams aren't in shape because of the way camp is done now, and they come into altitude in September, and they're not ready to play, and Vic laughed at that. I mean, again, man. just remember this. Just It always starts at the top. If you don't like what's happening on this show, it's always James. <laughs> always. You got the Vic Lombardi show. All right, homeowners, you need to sell that house. You need to sell it quickly. Troy Hansford of the Hansford Real Estate Team, the only agent you need to call. He's going to make you the following offer. He'll sell that house at a price and a time you agree with, or he'll cut you a check for five grand. Troy has an exclusive system for marketing homes, proven to get his clients the most money. Recently, that system got ten grand more than what the owner thought the home was worth. So give Troy a call today. Troy Hansford of the Hansford Real Estate Team, 720-900-4433. That's 720-900-4433. Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station. Here's what you missed on the latest Mark Mosier Show. Stanford Ghetto down the left wing. Spin. Centering pass. Shot. Score! Following the coach's challenge, it's been determined that the play was offside. Therefore, there's no goal. Oh, it, it doesn't matter, dude. There's no recourse today. There's there's nothing you can do. But it's basically like this. It's basically like, let's say, in a football game. It was Let's say it was second down and ten. And there was a blown call, and then they run the third down play, and now it's, you know, third and five, or, 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 or sorry, it's gonna be fourth and five after the, oh, you know what, we blew that, we, we missed a call on the second down play, let's go back and fix that. Right. Right? No, no, that, no, I get what you're saying, man. They just got, they got robbed, and there's, but there's nothing you can do about it. You can vent right now, but there is nothing you can do about it, brother. You got to move on. It just seems like the abs, you know, they're, 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 they're having these go against them. Mark Mosier, every weekday afternoon, one to three, only on Altitude 950. Do you know the IRS writes off millions in tax debt every year? And you may qualify for tax relief and not even know it. My friend Jack McDonough, the founder of Blackfin IRS Solutions, says, if you have unpaid taxes, it's time to stop hiding and fix the problem once and for all. IRS problems do not solve themselves. Let Blackfin prepare your unfiled tax returns to prevent you from going to jail for non-filing. If you owe taxes, you may qualify for tax relief and not even know it. Blackfin IRS Solutions is your local ally in the fight to take back your life from the fear and stress of IRS problems. They know the ins and outs of the tax system and are ready to fight for you. Don't spend another minute living under the burden and stress of your unpaid taxes or unfiled tax returns. Call Blackfin IRS Solutions at 303-904-1450 to arrange a consultation. Find out if you qualify for tax debt relief. That's 303-904-1450 or online at blackfinirs.com. Brent Ivinson from Ideal Home Loans joins us, Brent, and, and we've talked about it, and, and, and you're my guys. You're who I'm always going to go to in any type of needs, but there's so many people and so many different needs. I mean, what are some of them in some areas you can go and help people right now? Well, you know, if you're someone with credit card debt, you could be saving a significant amount of money by putting your home's equity to work. You know, you notice it and going out and shopping for a house recently. Mm. Boy, there's a lot of houses listed, but they don't last long. They sell quick, and that's because home values are going up at record rates. If you've got mortgage insurance, if you're someone that bought in the last couple of years and you didn't have 20% to put down, 
You could get rid of your mortgage insurance by refinancing and easily be saving three or $400 a month. The great news, Scotty, rates are at the lowest level they've been all year right now. So to take advantage and save, call us at 303-867-7000. That's 867-7000. Or apply online at idealhomeloans.com. Equal opportunity lender regulated by Dora, NMLS 136756. For terms and conditions, call 844-45-IDEAL. Changes in the air, Colorado. Hot days, cold nights, fall is coming, and I say let it come. I am Alan Roach for my car guys, Johnson Auto Plaza. Let me tell you about making a change in your driveway. Ram Power Days makes this the season for a new Ram truck. Johnson has 350 new Rams in stock, and each one discounted for Ram Power Days. Let the Johnson family introduce you to the Ram family. The Ram 1500, 2500, 3500. Pick a Ram, any Ram. Cummins Diesel or Hemi V8? Only the start of the you-make-it-your-own Ram choices, colors, equipment. Pick your favorite digital toys inside. This year, Ram has got the competition on its heels with the most impressive lineup ever. This is the kind of change you want. Ram Power Days. There's no better truck than Ram and no better place to get yours than Johnson Auto Plaza, where first-time buyers become lifetime customers every day. North of E470 on Highway 85. JohnsonAutoPlaza.com. The Altitude 950 traffic update. Normal heavy volume slowing around the metro area. Additional delays westbound C-470 approaching Morrison Road from an earlier accident. Traffic is brought to you by the U.S. Drug Enforcement Administration. Off-freeway crash at County Line in Quebec. Watch for one clearing Arapahoe and Chambers and an accident report at Colfax and Calumet. This Saturday, join in the fight against our nation's drug epidemic by dropping off unused, unwanted, or expired medications during DEA's National Prescription Drug Take-Back Day. Find more info at DEA Take Back. I'm Chris McLaughlin with traffic on Altitude 950. Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station. Now, back to Vic Lombardi. I just feel like we you know, haven't, haven't been really good on first and second down, and in turn, third Ooh. downs have gotten tougher for us. Um, I thought that was, you know, one of the things we hung our hat on early on was being good on third downs. Well, Ooh. we were in third and five or less, you know, a good, a good bit of the time. So, um you know, I, I think the one thing, like I said, these last two weeks, I haven't played good enough. I've turned it over. Um, and that's, that's tough for these guys to win. Yeah, that's Manchester. You hear yawning during the Trevor press conference after the game. Let's peel away the layers of, well, venom. Please tell me that deep down, Manchester, deep down in that heartless, cavernous chest of yours, there is a degree of sympathy for this man. Yes, and I, uh, that's actually what I was going to say. Is uh, I think people will be surprised to hear this. I was not mad at Trevor Simeon yesterday, and, and I uh, and I got to the point by the end of the game where I actually felt sorry for him, mm-hmm. and I felt some admiration that he kept standing in there and taking the hits. Did you hear his press conference? We played a little bit of it afterwards. Somebody asked him about Alan Barber. Do we have that cut, Jesse? If you can play this cut, I want you to listen to this. All right. And, and you tell me, because other, if I were playing quarterback, because I like to throw all my friends under the bus, you know, if we have a bad show, sure, I'll say it. You already said it. Last week I said Dustin was awful. Remember that? Well, he was, but yeah, no, I remember. I I mean, Marty, if you don't bring it today, trust me, I will call you out. So if somebody asked me after the game, Vic, you played quarterback, you got your ass kicked, what do you think? I just said my offensive line is terrible. I need some help. These guys are awful. What did you see what T.Y. Hilton did yesterday? He threw his old line under the bus. Good. In Indy. Yes. Good. It's the professional ranks. These are big boys. Carry your load. If you can't, tough. This is what Trevor said when he was asked about Alan Barber. 
those guys are good players, and I think um, you know if you let them, they're gonna they're gonna affect the game. You just gotta limit how much they're back there. And um, I thought our guys, you know, played their tail off. We got friggin' Alan, Alan Barber right. He's been playing guard all year. We ask him to play right tackle. Does his you know um, gives us everything he can there. And those guys those guys fought their tails off. So um, yeah, they're good players. You know, I talked to them. He's defending the revolving door that is Alan Barber. Did he break out a friggin' there? He may have. That was the best thing I think I've ever heard Trevor Simeon say. He is defending the revolving door in front of him that almost led to his own decapitation. Here's who I was mad at yesterday. And it's what people have never understood about this conversation. And they've always said, you're so, you hate Trevor and your personal. It's never been about Trevor. It's never been Trevor. I am mad at the people who have put him in this position. That's John Elway. That's Vance Joseph. That's Mike McCoy. That's Bill Musgrave. And that's the Denver media who has sat back and allowed it to happen for a season and a half. For a season and a half. And they'll come on these airwaves, or they'll go on TV, or they'll write in the newspaper about how you can't sell it to the defense, that you're going to go another direction. When nobody questioned that you're going to sell it to the defense, that you're going with the guy who's never thrown an NFL pass last season? I mean, come on, if they could sell that crap, they can sell anything. But that has been the nonsense you've heard from the Denver media. That people should have been screaming since last September about this decision and about this situation. And the only one who's been crazy about it, me. That's I, I hold all those people responsible. I'm mad at all those people. I'm not mad at Trevor. I'm not. I want him benched. I never want to see him throw another pass to the Bronco ever again. But I'm not mad at him. I'm mad at all the people who've allowed it to happen. Chris in Fort Fun with the following text, our text line 30933. Switching quarterbacks should be an easy choice for Vance Joseph. Why? Because he has more job security now than he'll ever have again. It's a good point. It's a good point. If we all see it, and we all see that this is a can't-win situation, Mm -hmm. how can he not see it unless he's getting word from above? Well, and I, I tweeted this yesterday, and I stand by it. The bizarre loyalty to Trevor Simeon I thought was a Gary Kubiak thing. I thought it was Kubiak's guy. Kubiak felt like he discovered him. Kubiak, we both know, went double barrels to John Elway last year in Week 17 when he played Simeon when we all thought Paxton Lynch was going to play in a meaningless game against the Raiders. But now, the bizarre loyalty to Trevor Simeon with Gary Kubiak, uh, a, a scout but not in the building every day, still exists, and I can't figure out why. Why is that loyalty to Trevor Simeon still there, Manchester? I thought that left with Gary Kubiak. I did, but apparently it didn't. And it's all well, to me. It, but it, people go with the easy route. Nobody was going to criticize the Broncos for starting Trevor Simeon, for the most part. For the most part, nobody in the media was going to criticize that. They would have criticized if they'd have gone with Paxton Lynch. Mm-hmm. I, I know he I, got see, hurt. Wait, hold on. I, I, I totally disagree with you. It was a 50-50 split. Nobody would. Oh, you, what? You, other than really no, I do agree hold with Manchester on, on you, this. So you guys believe that if they had gone with Paxton Lynch, there'd be an uprising at Dove Valley? Come on. Oh, it would have been. The media would not have been thrilled. As soon as there were any struggles, it would have been vultures circling. Okay. So, yes. They're also, they also don't have the courage to go get a guy who's on the free agent market who would solve a lot of their problems. And that is Colin Kaepernick. That'll never happen. I I was banging that drum last night and I'll bang it this morning because they don't have the courage. They they don't score zero points yesterday if he's the quarterback. They just don't. I totally agree with you. Colin Kaepernick, if he were injected into that game with one day preparation, one day, one day, would have moved the ball much more fluidly than what we saw. No, no doubt. doubt about it. No doubt. No doubt. Because of his talents, his skill set. I believe that. 
But if you really think that the Broncos are going to entertain that, ain't happening. Ever. Never. Listen to me. Look at my words. Look at my mouth. Look deep into my mouth. Mm-hmm. Get closer to my mouth. Yeah, I'm kind of freaked out. <laughs> get get up into my mouth. I'm going right to pass, but get, I'll listen get, to you. Get up into my mouth. Yeah, I'm going to pass. You Never. hit me in the face with your microphone on Saturday. Never. You don't think people in this town would have criticized the, the decision to go with Paxton Lynch? Look at the way I've been vilified by, mm-hmm. hell, people who come on this show. But that's just you. People don't like you. No, it's not a me thing. <laughs> it's not. They sit here. You they, are the victim here, James. I got mocked for wanting to be entertained when spending, mo- spending money on entertainment. You I know, got mocked. I'll say this about Because I didn't you just know, fall down at the Trevor throne. I'm going to give you this. Alter? Oh, no, I'm going to I'm going to give you this. You're right about this entertainment value of sports because at the core of it all is entertainment value. Correct. Yesterday, watching the Broncos game, I had options. A, continue watching whatever the hell I was watching, which was painful. B, help my family, my wife and my daughter with the Halloween decorations on the front porch, which I almost did, mind you. Mm-hmm. Or C, rake leaves. I, I raked a few leaves at halftime. I'm not going to lie to you. I, I got more entertainment. I drew more pleasure out of raking leaves than I did watching the Broncos offense. Well, and you know what? A lot of people are going to be in the same boat as you because if this team is 3-6 and six on November, what would it be, 19th? Mm-hmm. When Cincinnati rolls into town? What kind of crowd do you think they get? You know, that answers all questions. You're right. It's how the fans react. It's how the fans react. I mean, you know, and I, and I said this yesterday, you know, you know, the underlying issue with yesterday's defeat, the worst possible situation, it was a ninth home game. I know. It was exactly. a home game. People don't understand. That was a home game. It was the game. equivalent of getting shot out at home. It was a home loss. You played at home in front of your own fans mm-hmm. and could not generate a point. You have to you have to make a change today. You have to. And look, I said it last week why they needed to make the switch last week. Because this was the winnable game. Now whoever you put in there, and I get it, Brock's probably the only reasonable option. You're putting him in a situation where he has to go to Kansas City on a Monday night, then to Philly, and then play New England at home. That's an unfair thing to do. I know it's unfair, but it is what it is. If they go to Kansas City, make your quarterback change, which I agree they should make, and their offense looks exactly the same, then what? You're sitting there waiting for for Paxton Lynch to get healthy so you can start to find out okay. if you need to draft next, a quarterback. Next question. If Paxton Lynch plays a couple games and your offense looks exactly the same, then what? You keep playing him? Then you tank, dude, and you, and you take tank. one of these seven okay. quarterbacks. That's what you do. You play Paxton Lynch till the bitter end. Hey, my, I ask questions. That's what That's I do what for do. a living. Paxton Lynch, if he was healthy right now, should play the remaining ten games. And you find out what you have. And you hope next year you have Jared Goff or Carson Wentz. And if you don't, you draft one in April. That's Talk what Nuggets do. with Bill Hanslick coming up at 9.30. I got some thoughts on what happened over the weekend. Heck of a night. Packed house. Ran into H.W. Yeah, he hit me in the center. face with his microphone. He didn't want to be interviewed. Did not want to be interviewed. No desire. That's disappointing. I literally shoved a microphone halfway down his Would esophagus. Would he have been on like, the pregame show or what? He could have made his, his altitude television debut. Would have been a pretty good little marketing effort Wanted there, no HW. part of it at all. When we come back, my BAC before we put me on TV. How's that sound? (laughs) (laughs) It's the Harvester, Joel Dreesen, right here on Altitude 950.
Rocket 2950 is the home of the Denver Nuggets, and our coverage doesn't stop with their final buzzer. Keep it on Altitude 950 for In the Paint. Get all the highlights and hear from players and coaches. And Josh Dover will be taking calls to get your thoughts on the game. Get In the Paint after every Nuggets game with Altitude 950. Are you a homeowner who's tired of paying mortgage insurance? Hey guys, Nate Crackman for my friends at American Financing. If you own a home in the super hot Denver market, you've got to hear about another way American Financing can save you money. We all know home values are higher than they've ever been, but did you know your current home value may be up to 40% more than when you bought it? This is huge because once equity goes up, mortgage insurance can go away, putting extra money in your pockets. So why not let the salary-based mortgage consultants at American Financing make those savings happen through a simple loan refinance? Even if your original lender can't help you, chances are American Financing can. No upfront fees, and you may even lock into a lower interest rate. Start saving as much as a thousand dollars a month, and you may be able to close in as fast as ten days. Call now three zero three six nine five seven thousand. You can call seven days a week, even on the weekends, or go online americanfinancing.net. And MLS one eight two three three four regulated by the Division of Real Estate. Save hundreds on your next Yukon, Buick Encore, Sierra fifteen hundred, or Acadia at Sus Buick GMC. At Sus, there are no dealer fees ever. The price you see is the price you pay plus tax. Sus saves you hundreds on their vast selection of over 500 new and used cars and trucks. So when you're looking at the sleek and powerful new GMC Terrain on Sus.net, you can focus on how you'll spend the hundreds you saved. Sus Buick GMC, where they treat you like family. Family owned for over 35 years at 1301 South Havana in Aurora. Guess who's back in town? <coughs> it's me, your old buddy. The flu! <coughs> I can't wait to see you. I'll be all over town this year, even in places you don't expect me. Surprise! I'll be <coughs> everywhere. Uh, sh- the flu can be serious or even deadly. Don't tempt fate this year. Get your flu vaccine and protect yourself, your family, and your community. For more information, go to fightfluco.com. Sponsored by the Colorado Department of Public Health and Environment, the Colorado Broadcasters Association, and this station. The Altitude 950 Traffic Update. Westbound C-470, stop and go as you make your approach to Morrison Road from an earlier accident. Traffic is brought to you by Amazon. Off freeway, there's a crash reported at Arapahoe and Chambers. A rollover accident may want to avoid this situation at County Line Road and Quebec. Your chance to start earning extra money begins now. Apply to be a part or full-time associate in Denver and Aurora at Amazon.com slash Denver Jobs. An equal opportunity employer. I'm Chris McLaughlin with traffic on Altitude 950. The Altitude 950 hotline is now open. Call 303-753-0950 to join the show. Third down and four. Blocked by Bowles. They go into Simeon and he gets the ball out. And a completion on the play. Maybe even a fumble on the play. Caught by Derby. It's loose. And L.A. gets it back. They vacuum it in and get the ball. King was there. And a 25-yard game, then the fumble. Jatavis Brown is the one to vacuum it in. Let's go to the hotline, bring in former Bronco Joel Dreesen, who has made many a trips down to Southern California to take on the Chargers. He was there in San Diego when it was all orange, and it was certainly all orange in Carson City, whatever stadium they played that game in. Joel, it's always a home game for the Broncos when they play the Chargers, is it not? Yeah, no doubt. Every time we traveled to the Chargers, well, obviously, I only travel to San Diego. But Broncos fans travel really, really well, no matter what city we were playing in, whether it was 
San Diego or Oakland or whatever, we always had a, a nice representation of, of Broncos fans, but uh, yesterday was, was no different. I don't know how many people that stadium is able to hold, but it's not very many. And I'm going to say that about 75% of them were Denver Broncos fans. Yeah, capacity is 27,000. They had a sellout, and you're right, most were Bronco fans, and the Broncos lose another home game. So that, that goes as a home game, whether you like it or not. I need to ask you this. All right, I want you to play the role of a coach now. You know that your right tackle can't play that position for whatever reason. Right or not, he cannot play the position. Why on earth do they not have a Hireman or a Derby or a Virgil or, hell, a Joel Dreesen line up right next to him the entire game to help him out? Yeah, that's a great question. I mean, they were... It was obvious that Barber was out of, playing out of position, and he was way overmatched at right tackle. He could have used some help. I think they they just had too high of expectations for Barber at right tackle. They thought that he could get it done, but after the the second or third time, you know, number fifty four Ingram runs right around him, or Bosa runs right through him. Probably probably wise to make a make an in game adjustment and give him some help uh, <laughs> because. The quarterback just didn't have a chance. The guy's in his face too fast, too often. So are, are coaches, get in the mind of coaches, because you've had so many. Are they that full of themselves that they believe their scheme eventually will work? No, not at all. See, Mike McCoy was one of the, he threw all his ego, all of his uh, pride up the door. He really wants to do what's best for the football team. and He wants to do what guys do best. So th- there's no ego with Mike McCoy. I, I'm not sure why that in-game adjustment was not made. It's just somewhat baffling. But uh, moving forward, I suspect that whoever right. Hmm. Are you driving to the ranch again? Are we getting Joel going through the Trinidad area again? We have a lot of cell phone reception problems. Yeah, especially when it's overcast like this. Hmm. I'm convinced that the overcast... Weather always contributes to poor cell reception. I think, it's I think we should just crowdsource a new phone for Dreesen. Let's get him back on the line as soon as we can. Let me know when he's back up, fellas. Because I have another another question to ask him. Regard. He just said, or if you missed it, he said that Mike McCoy does never never allows pride to get in the way. Humility is his best attribute, and he would always make a change for the sake of the team. If that's the case, why don't they make the changes up front? I don't know. Why don't they help the but offensive right. line? He, did, he did make those changes with Tebow. He did. He did. And he, did. he changed and adapted to Manning, okay. which was something Gary Kubiak wouldn't do. All right, so back to the question, Joel. If if you know Mike McCoy's willing to make those changes, where in that line of authority, what, why is it not happening? Why why are we seeing the same thing every week with the uh, with the offensive line? Well, to be honest with you, it's not all on the offensive line. Okay, I, I mean, Barber looked bad. He was not having a good day yesterday. But Simeon is making the same mistakes over and over again. As far as when he gets pressure, he runs backwards, tries to go backwards to escape, to get outside the tackle box. And really, he needs to be more Peyton Manning-like and step up in that pocket, find himself a throwing lane as opposed to – he's not Russell Wilson, okay? He can't lose five yards to get outside the tackle every single time. I have a problem with that. And then on the Garrett Bowles sack where Garrett Bowles tried to chop down Bosa, that ball should be gone. That's on the quarterback. It's a quick drop, a three-step drop from the shotgun. He's choosing the side of the field to work. He he held the ball. That's why he got sacked. Whether uh, Bowles gets the Bosa on the ground or not, 
the ball needs to be gone. So that one is on Simeon. Okay, uh, you have three people in this room here, H.W., Manchester, and myself, who all believe a quarterback change should happen. We all would make it today, but you know coaches, again, do you think they'll make a quarterback change based on what we saw? Uh, man, I tell you what, I, I'm, I'm on your guys' side. I've been the advocate for Trevor Simeon basically since since last season. But now I'm starting to get frustrated with him because I'm seeing some of the same mistakes over and over again. Uh, his inability to to step up in the pocket, just like I explained. Um, third down, I just I can just close my eyes on third down and pray something bad doesn't happen. Mm-hmm. Um, he, he needs to find a way to and, and be more accurate with the football and be better in the fourth quarter for sure. Um, in this league, you have to win the ball games you're supposed to win, and now. At, at, at L.A., Chargers, when it's a home game, you're supposed to win that one. And I'm looking back at that Buffalo game, you're supposed to win that game. Two red zone turnovers and then that terrible penalty on Vaughn. The Broncos should have won those ball games. you got to win the ones you're supposed to. But you know what? I'm I'm okay with the quarterback switch right now. Give Brock a chance. Uh, they believed in, that, believed in him enough at one point they were going to pay him, you know, up to $15, $16 million a season. Uh I think it's it's time because this schedule is not getting any easier for the Broncos. Let's assume they do make a change and Brock enters. I, I, I don't know if Brock would have won that game yesterday or not. I and my, my theory is no quarterback on the Bronco roster would have won that game yesterday. There were that many issues around the team. But is Brock over what he went through last year mentally? Is Has he had enough time to heal? And you know what I mean by that. <laughs> yeah, I know exactly what you mean. I don't know. I mean... Think about the the 18 months he's had. You know, was playing pretty good. Gets benched for the playoffs for Peyton Manning. They go on to win the Super Bowl. That's fine. Uh, he's a really coveted free agent quarterback. Hits a home run with the contract for Houston. They couldn't get him out of there fast enough. Cleveland, he's not hasn't. I don't know why he doesn't make that roster. Um, probably because he wasn't good enough to beat out Deshaun Kaiser, and they wanted to go with the young guy. And now he's here, and he's really relieved to be in the backup role. He's happy to be with an organization that uh, is a winning organization. Um, but I think his confidence took a real hit. And I mean, he's been drugged through the mud now. Mm-hmm. Um, some of it self-inflicted. Some of it was just the way the, the, the NFL is. Uh, it's tough to say. The only way to get to know is to let him play. So uh, we'll find out if they make that switch. Yeah, the, the term is pretty simple. You hear this term all the all the time. What do they have to lose at this point? Really? What, what do they have to lose? That, that's, that's the point I'm at. I mean, why wouldn't you? What do you possibly have to lose other than making that quarterback switch? I mean, to be honest with you, they're not in bad position right now. Three and three, ten games left. Uh, the schedule's pretty daunting. But there's second place in the division. Um, Kansas City is looking vulnerable at times. They're sitting there five and two. Uh, the season's not over. I, I, they have a lot to lose, honestly. They still have, they still have a chance to win the AFC West. They still have a chance at a, a wild card spot. Well, see, but, see everything you uh, just said there, Joel. Every, all that mentality that's going to cause Vance Joseph to trot out to the stage today at one thirty and announce that they're not making a quarterback change because they feel that, that they're still. Everything you just said there is going to provide substance for him to stick with what he's got. Right, but at the same time. We're seeing some of the same mistakes, the same poor performance. And I see Trevor Simeon's confidence dropping, too. You know, he was riding high after that Dallas Cowboys game. He thought he could beat every, anybody. And then he goes out to Buffalo and has a stinker. Yeah. Now it's it's just been kind of bad performance on top of bad performance. So really, 
uh, not feeling good about it right now. Joel, we haven't even touched special teams on the show today, but on that punt return early in the game, uh, you've you've done many of those uh, those punt return duties. What what happened? What went wrong for the Broncos there? Well, there's that big gaping hole right up the middle. The quickest way yeah. to the end zone for a punt returner is straight up the field. So one thing that I noticed, I don't remember who it was, but there was two guys following each other. I think it was the long snapper or maybe it was Janovich and, and someone else. They were stacked up. Yeah. You never, ever do that. You can't follow your buddy. That was our special teams coach's number one rule in Houston. Do not follow a man right behind him on punt coverage because one hand grenade will take out everybody. And so that's why that gaping hole was there. You can't follow your buddy down the field. You have to have some distribution, some lane lane discipline, and they were lacking that on that punt return. All right, final question. H.W. just handed me something. He wants me to ask it because I know the answer. I know what you're going to say. We all know what you're going to say. Colin Kaepernick, do you think the Broncos would ever entertain bringing him in? <sighs> well, I think it's probably a little bit early for that. But to be honest with you, they lose a couple more ball games, and then I'm right with you, Vic. What do they have to lose? And there was one point where John Elway wanted to trade for Colin Kaepernick. Um, he's still a, a, a remarkable talent that this the, the league needs. Um, it's hard for a quarterback to come in midseason and have any kind of impact. But if you're looking to the future, do the Broncos have a quarterback on their roster that they can get back to the playoffs with, get back to winning division, AFC West division titles with. We don't know. So at some point down the road, if there continues to be more notches in that loss column, you've got to start to play the experimental game. And I think, you know, Kaepernick fits that mold. Joel Dreesen, I love you. Appreciate your time. I love you, Victor. All right, see you later. Enough love. Bye, guys. We're angry today. We don't want love on the show. It's interesting. He talks about the same mistake over and over and over again. When you talk about the Tennessee game, when I when I bring up that run of 16 offensive points in three games, when when people talk about the Tennessee game, what's the number one excuse show is here? Benny Fowler. Benny yeah. Fowler dropped a ball. Nobody remembers what happened on the play after that. Trevor Simeon takes a bad sack, and he did exactly, on third down, he did exactly what Joel Dreesen just said. He went backwards in the pocket, right to where the left tackle was pushing the pass rusher, and got himself sacked instead of stepping up and making a throw. He does that over and over and over and over again. You know how you don't want, well, the only thing I can liken it to, I always go back to golf. You don't want to practice bad habits on the golf course, right? So if you have a bad swing and you go to the driving range and you groove a bad swing, you're going to get a bad swing during the course of play. Mm -hmm. What's happening to Trevor Simeon right now, he's grooving a bad swing because he's getting rid of the ball too early. He's doing things that normally he wouldn't do because of what's in front of him. That's partially his fault. That's partially the Broncos' fault. If you know your quarterback is going down that road, you got to make a change, not only for the sake of the team, but the sake of the quarterback. You see where I'm going here? Agreed. Agreed. you got to make a change, not only for the welfare of the Broncos at this point, but because you're taking a bad swing, and you're going to groove it, and he'll never, he'll never adjust from that. Joel Dreesen mentioned how Brock's happy to be back here playing for a winning organization. And I think everybody in town would agree, hey, the Broncos, they're a well-run organization. That's a team that puts winning first. They're a winning organization. Part of that is, and John Elway has been great about this, and I'm certainly somebody who's critical of him when I think it's deserved, but he has been fantastic at this. They'll make the tough decisions. They're not afraid to. They He's have proven. A tough, they He's have a, proven. They have a tough one today. Yeah. 
and they need to make it. Well, and did you guys see what they did over the weekend when they got rid of Kyle Pecco and um, who's the Ruben, the guy from Seattle? Mm-hmm. They're still carrying three quarterbacks. How much longer can they justify carrying mm-hmm. three quarterbacks? That's another thing to factor into this whole thing well, of what happens today. How much longer can they justify carrying three quarterbacks when the guy they're starting is terrible? Can't wait for Vance Joseph's press conference this afternoon where our very own HW will ask the question. What's the question again? Something about Paxton and You Will. better figure it when out. When is Paxton going to be healthy enough to play, and why is it taking so long? You better make sure you're grooving and, that question, bro. we're heading into week eight. Why wasn't he put on IR? That would have freed up a Do roster you need a, spot. You want us to write it down? Yes, that would yeah. help. Read from a card. Two <laughs> <laughs> cards. Vic Lombardi wrote this down for me. Up next, Marty, ready to party. Our morning sugar fix right here on Altitude 950. Get 20% off a new Nissan right now at Larry H. Miller Nissan 104th. Hey, it's Mark Mosier. You heard that right. You could drive off in a new Nissan for up to 20% off MSRP from Nissan's new truck and SUV center in Thornton. Larry H. Miller Nissan off I-25 at 104th or online at LarryHMillerNissan104.com. Driven by you. Stock number DN1247, 2017, Nissan Altima, MSRP, 24590, VIN 1N4AL3AP9HC494738 with proof credit. All prices include 599 dealer dock fee plus tax time on license offer ends 11 Now, there's a morning newscast that moves at the speed of Denver. Good morning, everybody. I'm Megan Haller. And I'm Kirk Yockey, bright and early. And gives you an edge all day long. New details overnight. New this morning. Breaking overnight. Get your morning moving with Megan O'Halloran, Kirk Yonke, Pinpoint Weather with Greg Dutra, and Time Saver Traffic with Sam Boyd. Still looking at some slow speeds out there. On the Fox 31 Morning News, starting at 4.30 tomorrow. Berg Simpson is a law firm with a national reputation and proven results. Berg Simpson, your fighters for justice when the game is on the line. Go to BergSimpson.com. That's B-U-R-G Simpson.com. Good lawyers changing lives. This is Steve Berg of the Berg Simpson Law Firm. If you've been injured, don't leave the important choice of legal representation to just anyone. We have proven results. And you can check for yourself at BergSimpson.com. That's BergSimpson.com. Berg Simpson. Good lawyers changing lives. Hey, Scott Ace here. Can't find the energy for your next workout? When I'm looking to boost that energy and endurance, I drink H2. That's H-T-W-O. It's hydrogen water. Not only does it hydrate your body, but H2, hydrogen water, delivers the power of molecular hydrogen into your body. It's energy at the cellular level to give you that boost. Getting you the energy you need without the sugars and additives that ruin your health. Get your H2 hydrogen water today at your local King Supers. Do you know the IRS writes off millions in tax debt every year? And you may qualify for tax relief and not even know it. My friend Jack McDonough, the founder of Blackfin IRS Solutions, says, If you have unpaid taxes, it's time to stop hiding and fix the problem once and for all. IRS problems do not solve themselves. Let Blackfin prepare your unfiled tax returns to prevent you from going to jail for non-filing. If you owe taxes, you may qualify for tax relief and not even know it. 
Blackfin IRS Solutions is your local ally in the fight to take back your life from the fear and stress of IRS problems. They know the ins and outs of the tax system and are ready to fight for you. Don't spend another minute living under the burden and stress of your unpaid taxes or unfiled tax returns. Call Blackfin IRS Solutions at 303-904-1450 to arrange a consultation. Find out if you qualify for tax debt relief. That's 303-904-1450 or online at blackfinirs.com. Here we go again with Colorado's season of change. The leaves change, the temperature changes, even quarterbacks change. Hi, I'm Alan Roach for Johnson Auto Plaza, where we can help you change into that new Jeep you've spent the summer dreaming about. Nobody does it like Johnson Auto Plaza. The Jeep celebration event brings special incentives on every new Jeep in the lineup. There's the new Cherokee, it's best in class, four-wheeler of the year. Jeep Wrangler, the classic, just keeps getting better. The signature Grand Cherokee, it's one more awards than any SUV on the planet. You can test drive a Patriot, a Compass, or the incredibly priced Jeep Renegade. With hundreds of new Jeeps in stock, right now, Johnson has your kind of change. It's the perfect partnership. Jeep provides the savings, and the Johnson family provides that way of doing business that turns first-time buyers into lifetime customers. Change into your new Jeep at Johnson Auto Plaza, north of E-470 on Highway 85, johnsonautoplaza.com. The Altitude 950 traffic update. What's reported is a rollover accident clearing at County Line in Quebec. Maybe a spot you want to avoid if you can. Traffic is brought to you by the Exergen Temporal Scanner Thermometer. Crash reported Arapahoe and Chambers. Lights are flashing red Alameda and Monaco. Right now, not hearing of any highway accidents. The Exergen Temporal Scanner Thermometer is the top choice of doctors, nurses, and other health professionals nationwide. Now can be your choice, too. Get yours at your local club warehouse and other fine retailers today. I'm Chris McLaughlin with traffic on Altitude. Altitude 950. Altitude 950. Denver's all sports station. Now, back to Vic Lombardi. Do you think they'll make a quarterback change based on what we saw? Uh, man, I tell you what, I, I'm, I'm on your guys' side. I've been the advocate for Trevor Simeon basically since, since last season. But now I, I'm starting to get frustrated with him because I'm seeing some of the same mistakes over and over again. Uh, his inability to you step up in the pocket, just like I explained. Um, third down, I just I just close my eyes on third down and pray something bad doesn't happen. It was a streak of 394 games, the longest active streak in the National Football League, dating back to 1992. My first year out of college, making 13 grand a year, eating out of a Texaco. That was the last time the Denver Broncos were blanked in a football game. Think about that for a second. In my estimation. I went back into my own personal archives called my brain. I am 48 years of age. That is the worst offensive performance I have ever witnessed out of the Denver Broncos. Ever. Ever. I've never seen a game where I knew, just I had the feeling, they got no chance here. I I mean, even under Tebow, those first halves that were hard to stomach, you knew that Tebow had something ready to go in the last two drives. The game in Miami where the offense under Tebow didn't cross midfield for three quarters, and then the last two drives they manufactured just miraculous play after miraculous play. Even those games had a level of excitement. This game was so damn boring. But yet at one fifteen today, you don't think Vance Joseph will make a change? I do not. That's they have wild. no big playability. None. Big play. How about just play? None. Big, I mean, they have wait, wait, big first play? down ability. How about play? The I biggest, got, I, I the you. three biggest offensive plays, quarterback scramble, 
Devontae Booker on a quick slant route. Yep. And a personal foul, which netted 15 yards. I know, but they have no big playability. Because why did, why did LA win the game? The punt return, basically. I mean, what's yeah. game was like, it was the same as the Giants. Game was seven nothing. It fell over. The Broncos have yet to come back from a deficit of any kind this year at all. As soon as they fall behind, the game is over. You can go out and rake leaves. It was they had that, and then they had the long, they had two big plays. They, then the yeah. Broncos had zero. Now the Demarius Thomas one got called back, which I think was a little bit of a uh, crappy call. But that was a that was a garbage lucky play to even make. Mm-hmm. They have no big playability. Their special teams. How about bringing the opening kickoff out to the nine, and then the next time doing it Lang- again? And Langley the did it twice. He did it twice. Take a knee, dude. You get the ball at the twenty-five yard line. You know what though? Having said that, that sharp kid looked. He had some electricity about him. The the punt returner, Hunter he Sharp. Was, he was okay, uh, but who's given Kevin Harlan his game notes? Did you hear when he said Hunter Sharp had a great preseason for the Broncos? Did we ever I've mention Hunter name. Sharp once? Yeah. Didn't even know who he was. But somebody's telling them that, right? I mean, we know how this works. Yeah. He's not watching Bronco preseason games. Exactly. He's getting that line from somebody in the Bronco PR department. That, that, that's just a, a, yeah. a perfect example of the gobbledygook that comes out of there and people in the media just regurgitate yeah. it. But I've you got, can come here, you can get some truth I, every morning. I, I have a great text that just came in from somebody I know about why it would do Elway a lot of good to go after Kaepernick. I'm not going to get into this until after the top of the hour because there's a, okay. a lot of depth to it. Oh, that's right. we got a party. Too. Yeah, it's very depth-oriented. Before we get to Marty, though, I have to ask you this question because yesterday I spent a lot of my afternoon, that's why I'm wheezing, coughing, sniffling, and all this, raking leaves. Mm-hmm. What is... I went to Home Depot and I got the blower. What mm-hmm. a wasted time that was. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, be honest, a leaf blower is a waste of time. I'm blowing and it's just blowing everywhere. I can't do it in an organized fashion, in an organized mm-hmm. manner. Like, I try to blow all the leaves to the corner, and they go everywhere. Mm-hmm. So that was a waste of time. That was a waste of 170 bucks. <laughs> so throw that out the window. Then yeah. I got two rakes. I decided yeah. to go double rake. Yeah. What is the proper method, once you're raking, to get the leaves into the netting, the bag? Mm-hmm. Because that's the hard part. The, the easy part's raking. But lifting said leaves, they go everywhere. I'm not a big raking guy, so well, I'm not your, uh, your well, how do you do it? What, 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 what's the method? Somebody give me the secret to success there. I, I will tell you how I do it. I use a tarp. So you put a tarp down, you rake everything onto the tarp, then you can fold the tarp and makes a little That funnel. actually seems pretty oh. innovative. Where, where do you get where this, do you go? where do you get this said tarp? I don't know. You can get Home Depot. I'm sure you can get them at Home Depot. I was at Home Depot for like an hour. I just started buying crap for the sake of buying it. Buy one of those blue tarps. It's I actually like bought by plumbing goods. See, I didn't even need them. I just saw them and they were on sale. Here's how boring the Bronco game was yesterday. I put up a new toilet paper holder in one bathroom and a new towel rack in the other. Here's how boring the Broncos game was yesterday. The best part of my Sunday was my trip to Home Depot. <laughs> that, the, honest to God. I like trips to Home Depot. I think they're fun. I went crazy. Dude, that blower looks nice though. I was going to say, you didn't, you didn't go cheap. No. Did you go to Bed Bath and Beyond or did you not have Home time? Depot? My brother told me too. I asked my brother because he's an expert on uh, leaf blowers. I said, which one should I buy? Not expert. What qualifies one to be an expert? He owns a couple. Blow it. He said, do not buy the cheap one because if you buy the cheap one, it's just like a blow dryer. It's always so I I went heavy. One hundred seventy nine dollars. It's a pretty good philosophy in most things yes. in life. So I went heavy and and I I swear to God I feel powerful with this thing in my hands. If you can't afford to get a good one, just don't even bother. I and there's, feel there's nothing wrong with that. Powerful, but save your money and wait until you can get the good. In one. fact, I'm bringing the leaf blower to work tomorrow. <laughs> 
Time to party. Our sugar fix, please. It's time for your morning sugar fix. Instant sugar high. Sugar high. Sugar hit high. Sugar high. Brought to you by Lamar's Donuts. Going beyond the news to bring you the sweet stories. Woo-hoo-hoo. Sugar slam. Shake that. Marty, what's up, buddy? Hey, what's going on, guys? What'd you do all day yesterday? Did you watch the Bronco game, rake leaves, go to Home Depot? What'd you do? No, I, I watched the Bronco game, but I spent most of my Sunday doing thank you cards. Don't oh, so, Yeah. That's the worst. That was brutal. I'm not even, I spent like three hours, I'm not even halfway done. So. I know we really admire Peyton Manning because of the handwritten card mm. thing that he does. But it just takes time. I hate it. I handwriting hate, is brutal. I, I hate I writing cards. And forever. Everything that, on the computer. My wife got on me for that, too. She wanted me to do thank you cards for something. Can't remember what it was. And I did like three or four. And she was like, oh, no. I go, what do you mean, oh, no? Penmanship wasn't quality enough. All right, well, you do it then. Oh, and it's just so painful. And you say the same thing over and over and over. Oh. Thank you very much for the Yeah, so how personal issues. do you get in your cards, Marty? Nah, the first couple were. And I was like, oh, this is all right. And then by the time the fifth one rolled around, I was like, okay, thanks. Appreciate it. Be totally honest, though. All right, because you're talking to an Italian here. How many times during the course of those thank you cards were you disappointed in the gift you were given? No, no. I oh, was, come on. Every, oh, you're nice. such a... Dude, that's Everything part of the fantastic. fun. You know, let me tell you, when I'm with my, my brothers now, they're all getting married. The the fun part is going home and finding out how cheap people were. Yeah. you Because you, you, when you're right, oh, awesome. you really want to write... Oh, Thank you for ass. the dishes. Yeah. I would have preferred the cash value. Oh, no, no, no. That The best part of weddings isn't the wedding. It's seeing how cheap people were mm-hmm. that attended that wedding. I wish I knew awesome. what the, the gifts were, but like while the wedding was going on, I would have paid a little more attention to the people that exactly. You know, you know what? They should make that thing. part of the wedding next yeah. time. Yeah, you reveal your gift before you enter the door, and you seat you get seated accordingly. Exactly. <laughs> the more you spend, the more you, the closer you get to sit to the front. Quicker yeah. you get served your meal. Yeah. All that. Yeah, you get yeah. to go through the, the yeah. line first. All right, go for Sorry, it, Marty. Marty. Okay, well it's hard doing these shows after a tough loss, but I think I got something. I haven't found it hard at all today. <laughs> I think I got something that'll cheer Vic up. Um, Amelia Clark turns uh, 31 today. Vic, I remember you yes, going about uh, I don't know who that 15 is. minutes about uh, Game of Thrones, baby. The oh. way she looks. Mm, yeah. Oh. By the way, they just had a Jim Dragon Beam lady. commercial with Mila Kunis. Mila again. Kunis, yeah. I may consider Jim Beam. Me too. I may consider I, exactly. Again, that's that my dad's phenomenal whiskey. Phenomenal marketing. That's my dad's whiskey. I so may go. Good. I mean, I may go Jim Beam. I may go Old Spice. I may go. You may have to. Aqua Velva? Yes, sir. All right, our favorite uh, skis ball lawyer, Bob Odenkirk, who uh, portrays Saul Goodman on TV, turns 55. Great series. Is that series over? No, it's still no, going it's on. Still uh, have you caught up? Yeah, I've seen I every haven't. every one, every episode. Well, can I give a spoiler alert? Or I don't no? know. You guys yelled at me for giving out a spoiler to a 35-year-old movie the other day. Yeah, okay, spoiler alert. If you're listening to the show right now and you're watching Better Call Saul, um... Just do something else. Plug your ears. Go mow the lawn. I believe the last episode was when the brother lit his house on fire, right? Yes. Yeah. Okay. That's where we're at right now. That was your question? That was it? Yeah. I said, is that that where we're at right now? Because you asked if it's still on TV. So what are they going to do? End the series with the brother lighting his house on fire? You ever watch Ray Donovan? No. It's getting. It's gone. Really. It's off the deep end. Off the rails. Depressing. It's stupid now. It got to the point where I didn't like any of the characters. End the show. I'm like, all right, I'm I'm over this. It's time to just, everybody just end the show. Bob Odenkirk is perfectly cast as Saul. Yes, he's so good. He's great in that role. Well, and the rumor is that Walt and Jesse will be in the next season of Better Call Saul as their roles. Wow. As the high school chemistry teacher in the burnout. The beginning of Breaking Bad. Yes. Okay. 
They Sorry, keep Marty. teasing that. I think they just they just keep teasing it just because they want people to. Oh, I can't wait till till Jesse. Well, do you remember when Tuco showed up? That, that was, was cool. cool. Yeah. Is it your last name, Odenkirk? What's your last name? Odenkirk. Odenkirk just rolls off the tongue. I think I might change yeah. it. Yeah, Marty O. It's Olishowit. What is it? No, no, it's Olishowitz. Olishowitz. It's Oleskowitz. Oleskowitz. Yeah. I will never remember that. No, it's me either. Okay, 1993, uh, Toronto beats the Phillies in a uh, Game 6 walk-off by Joe Carter. Yep. Um, do you guys know why this doesn't get as much play? Like, when you think postseason home runs, then Carlton Fisk mm-hmm. waving the ball. It was off fair. Mitch Williams, by the way, right? Correct. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then Kirk Gibson. I mean, why isn't this is as big as it That's gets? That's a question. A walk-off why, why is it, to win the World Series. It, uh, maybe because it was assumed. I don't know. Why Why doesn't that get play? Why isn't that up there with uh, Cause some was, of the... It was in Toronto, and who's a Toronto fan? Yeah. Like, who would be talking about it nostalgically? That's the foreign country factor. You're right. Nobody and it was, does. It was done in a different language. Canadian. Correct. <laughs> <laughs> they speak a fair amount of English in Toronto. Oh, it's a different language. You can tell. <laughs> okay, last thing here. I kind of want to start doing this at the end of the uh, the segment every day. Kind of do a little trivia question here. So, uh, leading off, DeMarcus Cousins got fined $25,000 for using inappropriate language towards a fan over the weekend. Seems like he's always getting in trouble. Shocked. Yeah, so my question is, closest to the pin, yeah. how much money has DeMarcus Cousins been fined throughout his seven-year career? That's a great mm. question. Is he up in closest the Rasheed? The pin. Remember, remember Rasheed Wallace was the, the champion of fines? Mm-hmm. I'm going to say, I'm going to say $700,000. Wow. A hundred grand a year? Yeah. Uh, $700,000. I'll go 1.2 million. I'm going to go $1 just because I think they're both high. Oh, you're, I hate you. That's that's a that's a great guess. All right, what the, is uh, the answer? The answer is nine hundred eighteen thousand dollars. I win. You win a million. I said seven hundred. Yeah. You can't be over. Why well, one price is right? Yeah. Price is right rules. You were closest, and you didn't go over. Can, imagine that for a second. This man has been fined nearly a million dollars because of his mouth. That's amazing. A million dollars. That's incredible. Wow. And uh, he has 111 technical fouls. Leader in the clubhouse is Carl Malone with 332. Really? Over 18. I would have never guessed that. Me either. I you could have had me guess yeah. 10 guys, and I would never, never would have guessed Carl Malone. Huh? All right. Well, there That's you go. It. I'll keep I'll keep track of the winners. Vic, you got one. Thank you. We'll uh, we'll give you a, give you a gift at the end of the year. Whoever. We, maybe uh, a hockey stick like. or something. Yeah, yeah that'd be nice. hockey. Yeah. I want one of those. I want one of those groomsman gifts. Danny no, brought us donuts. We need like a. Stick. We need like a fancier finish to this. He needs to finish with. A oh, by the way, hey, I, I got a text just in. Ask Marty, given the fact that your last name is hard to pronounce, hard to spell. Ask Marty if his wife kept her maiden name. Uh, yeah, that's. We're leaning towards keeping the maiden name. I was going to ask the you The answer guys, is yes. That is if so you're mal- married and you don't know the answer. That is so millennial. The answer oh, is yes. Oh, everybody's doing it now. All right, let me ask you. What if I What if I thought about taking her last name? Oh, is my that, God. That's, end the Marty segment now. I never want to see his face again. You got the Vic Lombardi Show. This has been your morning sugar fix. Brought to you by Lamar's Donuts. Going beyond the news to bring you the sweet stories. Altitude 950, Denver's All Sports Station. Coming up tonight, the Nuggets homestand continues as they host John Wall, the Wizards, at Pepsi Center. Tip-offs at 7 o'clock with a pregame show getting underway at 6.35. Jason Kosminski, the radio voice of the Nuggets, will be on the call. KKSE, Parker, Denver, home of the Nuggets. Wide open three. yeah! Home of the Avalanche. Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station. Now, back to Vic Lombardi. We obviously 
you know, got some issues um, defensively, special teams, offense. You know, we obviously got some issues all the way around. Um, <clears throat> the good thing about it is, I mean, we're still early in the season. Um, like we still have uh, still have faith in all my guys, the coaches, everybody. You know, we still have a long season to go. And we still got really big games coming up. So, you know, as of today, the game, you know, we – we obviously got some issues all the way around it. There's no way to cut it. You know, you can't, uh, you know, be, you can't lose two games straight and not have any issues. So we obviously have issues that we need to address, you know, from the top down. And I figure, I, I strongly feel we'll be able to get the stuff fit. All right. Von Miller trying to come up with every reason to be optimistic when it's hard for Bronco fans to do the same. Let, let, let's talk about a couple other things before we dive back into the Broncos because uh, I'd be remiss if we didn't mention, uh, Nuggets opening night was awesome. Electric again. When you get a packed house, this is, I can't tell you enough what it means to the people on the court when they look up and they see a packed house. It's a chicken or egg thing, right? Mm-hmm. Is it incumbent on the fans to pack the house so the players play better? No. But the players play better when it's a packed house. That's just a fact. I was there. Energy was great. And the Nuggets won a game in kind of an unconventional Nuggets way. I tell you, it was a this is your life night for me. Uh, Getting a chance to interview Alex English, who is an idol of mine growing up. David Thompson, Dikembe Mutombo, Dan Issel, Doug Moe. Those guys were all honored at halftime. It was so cool to see that. So cool to, to see the Nuggets. Uh, grasp their heritage and their history as they did that night. Weird effect from that game, though. The Nuggets win with defense, number one, which is never happens. Right. They won a game in which they scored fewer than 100 points, which mm-hmm. never happens. And they won a game in blowout fashion in which Nikola Jokic did not score a point. Took three shots. He's averaging three and a half points per game. What is going on? And, and, and I listen, believe Jamal Murray had two. I, I understand the point that it doesn't matter how you win, and he was playing the role of distributor, and that's a great thing to see. I, I get all that, man. I, I'll take a win however you give it to me. But you can't say to me, hey, Vic, um, the the Nuggets are going to do well with Jokic attempting three shots. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's, it's not gonna, let me tell you this. Tonight, if they want to beat the Washington Wizards, Nikola Jokic has to attempt more than three shots. Sorry. And he was a plus 21 on Saturday. He hasn't scored in six quarters. That sounds like a Broncos stat. If you think that that formula will work for the rest of the season, it ain't going to happen. He has to shoot the ball. I don't know why he chose not to Saturday night. It worked against Sacramento. That's not going to work against Washington tonight. He has to shoot the ball. Not four shots. Shots that are open. And that's what was weird Saturday night. There were a lot of shots that I thought, what is that? Why, why did he just pass on that shot? Mm-hmm. He's eighth in the league in assists per game. Tell you what, though. Seven and a half. He is still the best passer on this team. They play the undefeated Washington Wizards He tonight. can throw dimes. Some of those passes he made to Gary Harris cutting. He had one to Emmanuel Moutier that resulted in a dunk. He's the best passer on the team. He's the best passing big man in the league. Having said that, he cannot pass on easy shots starting tonight. Did you see Minnesota beat uh, Oklahoma City at the buzzer? What a finish. In Oklahoma City. What a finish. Oklahoma City down by one. Carmelo drains a three. They figure they have the game won. Minnesota's out of timeouts. They inbound it to Andrew Wiggins. He crosses half court. Launches one from 35 off the window, ball game, Minnesota by one. Wow. 
Yeah, uh, we've talked about it several times. The Northwest Division is going to be good, and it's going to be competitive. Right now, you know who's in last place in the Northwest Division? Mm, the Jazz. Nope, they're tied for first at two and one. The Nuggets. Nope, they're one and one, half a game ahead. Wait, wait, of this last place in the in the, the Northwest Thunder. Division? Correct. Oklahoma City's one and two. Are they really? Mm-hmm. Look, I mean, it's super early. It's I know. a silly question. Port- Portland got off to a quick start. They lost the other night. Minnesota, Utah, and Portland are all two and one. That's a good division. I mean, there's some good teams in the Could be the, the best Northwest. division in the NBA, to be honest with you, top to bottom. I mean, Minnesota, and I know it's early in the season, but going into Oklahoma City and winning, that's a pretty impressive feat. Well, that's why the Nuggets have to get out to a fast start, because we've talked about it. This schedule's easy. Mm-hmm. It's, a, it's an easy mm-hmm. schedule for the first month. It is. You know what else is cool as hell? And I know you can't expect this every game, but it was just cool to see Saturday afternoon when the Nuggets players showed up, they rolled out the red carpet. I mean, mm-hmm. literally... They had a red carpet entrance and, you know, hundreds of Nuggets fans sitting outside Pepsi Center greeting the Nuggets as they walked in, which is cool, man. Just that little extra something. Mm-hmm. It's the kind of thing well, you it, see in, like, college towns before a football it, it, game. Duke. No, at, at Duke for, like, right. Duke basketball games. You see that a yep. lot. Yep. That's why I always, and I said this yesterday, did you see what they did at Virginia Tech again with Enter the Sandman and Metallica? Yeah. You cannot replicate that at the professional level. That is why I will go to my grave believing the college game across the board, the pomp and circumstance that comes with the college game is always better than the pro game. Always. You can't do that at the pro level. You don't see it at the pro level. At the college level, they're into it. After watching Red Zone yesterday morning and then looking at the Box scores and watching highlights last night. I don't know why so many people watch the NFL. It's a bad product. It's brutal. There were not very many good games yesterday. I mean, the Broncos were terrible. But they, they're, they're, this same conversation we're having today is happening in multiple NFL. I cities stopped watching. You know, I thought the Patriots Falcons would be a great game. I stopped watching that game at halftime. I, I knew was it was over. On you know what? Because you know it's over, right? It's like when you're t- when you tell yourself in your stomach that the other team has no chance of getting back in the game. You just know it. Why bother? Yeah. And that game was that game was over. You knew they had absolutely no shot. Just like you knew the Broncos were toast yeah. when they were down 7 nothing. Mm-hmm. I thought when they had the goal line stand, which was amazing, by the way, four shots from the one, yeah. and the Chargers can't get in, I thought, all right. By the way, they avoided disaster. I, I will give Vance Joseph credit for this. Where will I give Vance Joseph credit? He didn't kick a meaningless field goal? Exactly. When most well, coaches McManus would have missed it, so when most coaches would have let pride get in the way of this meaningless streak of scoring three hundred and ninety four yeah. games and kick the field goal so as to not get shut out, Vance Joseph even said it after the game, that field goal does us no good. We're down by two scores. Yeah. Vic, you said you got an interesting text on about Colin Kaepernick. Yes. Do you want to elaborate? Oh, you want me to read it? Oh. I thought we were going to talk about it. Because Joel said it was too early to talk about that. And I I, I don't know. I guess I disagree just a little bit with no, Joel no. there. It, look, I know we're only six games into the season. We're 22 games into the Trevor Simeon experiment. And it's worse now than it was last year. And last year wasn't good enough. We're, it's not too early. It's not. There's a reason the Broncos went after Tony Romo. And I don't care what anybody in this town says. They finished third in a two-horse race in the Tony Romo sweepstakes. There's a reason they were rumored to A.J. McCarron. John Elway knows his quarterback situation is ugly. Brock, maybe he thinks, solved it. But if not, why isn't Brock playing? Brock's his buddy. 
And then it begs the question, does, is he the guy willing to make the move on Colin Kaepernick? I will um, read this text to you about Kaepernick and why it might behoove Elway to make the move. It's never going to happen. He I'll wouldn't right do now. it. It's never going to happen. He wouldn't but, do it. But why it may help his cause. I'll read it when we come back. Get your I want to discuss that he'd never do it. I, I don't. I disagree with you guys. Uh, getting a lot of people thanking us for the tickets to that Nuggets game, by the way. They were it, duly impressed. Shout so. out, Patrick. I met uh, I met Patrick at the game. He said he listens to the show. It's the first time anyone's ever known who I was. So I know that happens to you a lot, like at Home Depot, but it felt pretty cool. Sort of a big deal, weren't you? It's kind of a big deal. It's yeah. a big deal. You shoved your microphone. Around. I rode the elevator with Doug Moe. Did I tell you that? Got on the elevator, and there was Doug Moe. Look like, what up, Doug. Doug looks over and says, hey, HW. <laughs> now, that would have been a life highlight. Did you ask him how that documentary was coming? <laughs> you know, Doug turned 80 Saturday, and I said, Doug, I promise before you die, we'll, we'll get this thing on the air. You got the Vic Lombardi Show. Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station. Here's what you missed on the latest Hastings and Broman. Talking about, about hockey and hockey today. And I know you guys are in your game while the, the Raiders and Chiefs game is going on. And Marshawn Lynch goes out there. He goes nuts, checks up for his team, basically grabs a ref like he's going to throw him to the ground when the guy put his hands on him. And, and, and it's crazy. My take is every team needs a little crazy. I agree with you on that because the crazy kind of creates an identity for a team and guys seem to rally around that. I know it's a fine line, of course. I don't think uh, bumping an official or doing anything like that's going to help you, but right. I understand what you're saying, Scott, and I think the Avalanche are trying to find that. Neil Yakupov was kind of uh, bringing that to the team until he got last night and he played eight minutes, so I think the Avalanche are still trying to figure out an identity and it was such a great start, and now to lose the last three games in the fashion they did. It's all confusing again as to what the, this team's identity really is. Hastings and Brownman every weekday, 10 to 1, only on Altitude 950. That house, you need to sell it quickly. Troy Hansford of the Hansford Real Estate Team, the only agent you need to call. He's going to make you the following offer. He'll sell that house at a price and a time you agree with, or he'll cut you a check for five grand. Troy has an exclusive system for marketing homes. Proven to get his clients the most money. Recently, that system got ten grand more than what the owner thought the home was worth. So give Troy a call today. Troy Hansford of the Hansford Real Estate Team, 720-900-4433. That's 720-900-4433. Ever notice how some big sporting goods stores don't carry goods for your sport? Like hockey gear. Center Ice is your hometown specialty hockey shop. They have all the major brands, including Bauer, CCM, Vaughn, and True. And right now, you can save 10% on everything in the store. Everything. Ice, inline, goalie, and referee gear. 10% off now till November 15th. Register to win top-of-the-line hockey gear and get a free gift with purchase. Center Ice, the specialty hockey store, in the Tech Center, in the Marina Square Shopping Center. Buying or selling a home doesn't have to be stressful. Now there's a one-stop shop where they treat you right. Metro 21 Real Estate Group is taking the pain out of buying or selling a home. Lucas Akers and his team of agents are all over the Denver area, and they can help you save money. Why pay a 6% commission fee? With Metro 21 Real Estate Group, the total commission rate is as low as 3.99%. Call 303-430-HOME to find out how they can help you. Or check them out online at Metro21Homes.com to see the value of your home and to see what Lucas and his team can do for you. 
Whether you're looking for a home or selling yours, give them a call. It's Metro 21 Real Estate Group, 303-430-HOME. That's 303-430-HOME. Metro 21 Real Estate Group. And tell them you heard about what they have to offer on the radio. I don't know about you, but even when I'm feeling financially stable, I'd never turn away from the opportunity to save more money. I'm talking about cutting back your mortgage term or lowering your interest rate. This is Nate Crackman for my friends at American Financing, and you can trust me when I say they have the best option for you to own your home free and clear in 15 years. By refinancing to a 15-year fixed-rate mortgage, you can eliminate mortgage insurance, consolidate high-interest debt, and even save tens of thousands of dollars in interest money over the long run. Yes, tens of thousands of dollars in overall savings. And with a fixed rate, no matter where interest rates go, yours stays the same. Your monthly payments will never increase. It just takes one call to their salary-based mortgage consultants. 303-695-7000. You can call seven days a week, even on the weekends. That's 303-695-7000 or AmericanFinancing.net. And MLS 182334, regulated by the Division of Real Estate. Guess who's back in town? (coughs) It's me, your old buddy. The flu! (coughs) I can't wait to see you. I'll be all over town this year, even in places you don't expect me. Surprise! I'll be (coughs) everywhere. The flu can be serious or even deadly. Don't tempt fate this year. Get your flu vaccine and protect yourself, your family, and your community. For more information, go to fightfluco.com. Sponsored by the Colorado Department of Public Health and Environment, the Colorado Broadcasters Association, and this station. Changes in the air, Colorado. Hot days, cold nights, fall is coming, and I say let it come. Hi, I'm Alan Roach for My Car Guys, Johnson Auto Plaza. Let me tell you about making a change in your driveway. Ram Power Days makes this the season for a new Ram truck. Johnson has 350 new Rams in stock, and each one discounted for Ram Power Days. Let the Johnson family introduce you to the Ram family. The Ram 1500. 2500 3500 pick a ram any ram cummins diesel or hemi v8 only the start of the you make it your own ram choices colors equipment pick your favorite digital toys inside this year ram has got the competition on its heels with the most impressive lineup ever this is the kind of change you want ram power days there's no better truck than ram and no better place to get yours than johnson auto plaza where first-time buyers become lifetime customers every day north of e 47 on Highway 85, johnsonautoplaza.com. Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station. Now, back to Vic Lombardi. Try to verify a story we got over Twitter. I'm not going to read it until we get it verified, but I find it very interesting. Don't forget, tomorrow on the show, as we do every Tuesday, Akib... The Talib at 8.15, Jeff Legwald at 9.15 tomorrow. Um, Wednesdays, it's Jared Bednar at 7.30. You've got Coach Malone tomorrow morning at 7.45. Oh, too. sweet. I yeah. forgot about that. I ran into Coach the other day, and he he actually has that on his schedule. He's ready to go. So, so yeah, tomorrow we're doing... loaded. Uh, my job is simple because Coach Malone and Keith Talib and Jeff Legwald are all scheduled. Well, I mean, tonight's <laughs> game's going to change everything because we'll see if uh, Nikola Jokic has a different approach. But I, I, I'm going to ask Coach Malone about uh, why Jokic didn't want to shoot the ball Saturday and if that was something that they planned on doing or if that's just Jokic being Jokic. Yeah, but would it shock you if he went out and scored 30 tonight? No, that's what's crazy. No, not at all. That's why I find it interesting. Right. That's all. 
Must be something about week seven. Do you guys want to hear my tweet from a year ago today? Oh, jeez. Oh, man. Go. He's got time hop fired up. What else? Uh, do you want us to show off your uh, your high school yearbook, too? What? Should Give we look at your pin tweet next? Spent the day watching NFL games. What a dreadful experience. Goodell's product isn't good right now at all for a lot of reasons. And then I went into him. Can I be brutally honest with you? Sure. If watching and dissecting and analyzing and talking about and opining about a Bronco game weren't my job, I would have stopped watching mid-third quarter. Me too. No Me doubt too. about it. And I'm being totally honest with you because I had a whole yard full of leaves to rake and my wife nagging me to get the damn Halloween decorations up, which I don't understand this whole night. Since when did we start doing the Halloween thing? It's enough for me to do Christmas lights. Mm-hmm. Now we got the Halloween decks. Are you people insane? My follow-up tweet listed the reasons, I believe. Do you tell me if you think these still apply? Too many bad quarterbacks. Not enough offensive line play. Too many penalties. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Too many conservative coaches. Uh-huh. Too many stories about bad people. Too little fun. Nothing's changed in a year. In fact, every single one of those factors worse have worsened. Yeah. You're exactly right. Although the little fun, they've made some moves there allowing the guys to celebrate. Oh, two tweets later. It doesn't get much attention, but the biggest problem might be bad O-line play. Denver's problem is not theirs alone. Let me read this text. This is um, on my personal phone. It's not on the text line. I was nailing it. Is this your Kaepernick text we're finally getting to? Yeah. I'll read it word for word. Dude, if Elway were to sign Kaepernick, it would go a long way for his cred, his street cred, to get free agents. They would think that he is pro player if he made that move. Hmm. Agree not a bad point. or disagree? I would agree with that. I would agree, too. I would assume most NFL players are on the side of one Colin Kaepernick. Here, here's my only dispute with that notion. If you think players are going to sign with the Broncos because a GM is pro-player, players sign with respective teams for what reason? Money, number one. And what's number two? Chance well, to win the Super Bowl. Money. And what's number three? Money. Money. Eh. I think at some point it does get into, I don't want to play for that guy. I don't want to work for that guy. Yeah, I don't want to be but, but what's first? You will tolerate anybody for the right money. Let's not be naive. That's like saying this. That's like saying this. Would you have a guy sign with the Broncos knowing that Kaepernick's on that team? Would that guy sign with the Broncos for half the salary? Let's say a guy were, let's say a guy believed no. everything Kaepernick were doing, right? A guy's out there and he, I love what Kaepernick's doing. I believe in his approach. I believe in everything that's happening. All right, I'm going to sign with the Broncos for half the amount I can make. No, that's not going to happen. No, not at all. But I, I don't even want to make this necessarily about Kaepernick's politics. This is a conversation of Cal- Colin Kaepernick would be the Broncos' best quarterback. Correct. I'm talking straight football. I, I don't want to make this political or, or, or talk about that, but... I do wonder if John Elway's politics are part of the reason he wouldn't sign Colin Kaepernick. Do you think he agrees politically with everybody on that yeah, roster? Yeah, I mean, every time no. somebody brings that up, I always have, do you think that there are, what do you think, there are 53 conservative Republicans on the Broncos roster? Brandon Marshall's on still now. on this roster. Exactly. Okay, then why wouldn't he sign Colin Kaepernick? There are you, various I reasons. I don't know, but he, he, well, he, uh, he has, to, if he doesn't believe a, if Paxton Lynch isn't healthy enough to play, or he doesn't believe Brock is part of the long-term solution, he should. Because the season is teetering on being lost. Losing to the Giants and the Chargers in back-to-back weeks is inexcusable. Inexcusable. And you scored a total of 10 offensive points. You're averaging five off- five points a game against the then-winless Giants and the 
mediocre at best Chargers. You got to make that. All right, but Vic, you just said he wouldn't. Why wouldn't he? Sign Colin Kaepernick? Yeah. Um, There are various reasons. Number one, he probably doesn't feel that it would suit his respective team. Number two, well, his team scored zero that, points yesterday, that's so that's wrong. crap. No, number, that's wrong. No, number two, there's a reason he didn't sign him when he had the opportunity 18 months ago. He saw something in him then that he passed, and that that's the underlying well, Wouldn't he, that have had to have been a trade? Wouldn't he have had to give up? Doesn't something? matter. He had a chance to get him, and that he was didn't. a money issue, though. Uh, it was more Kaepernick than a, no, no, no. It was more than a, money. It was more than a money issue. Didn't well, like here, him. Here's what John Elway did, would did, do when it comes li- to evaluating his approach. Okay. Which, if that's the case, John Elway should do like that episode of Seinfeld mm-hmm. where Costanza did the opposite of his instincts. Because when it comes to selecting quarterbacks, John Elway's <laughs> terrible. So if he thinks Colin Kaepernick is missing something, he should go sign him today. Uh, from the text line, I was disappointed Saturday. I went by the 950 tent at the Nuggets game. I saw a fellow ginger, and then I realized it was Davis and not HW. Oh, could have been. Sorry, man. Is Davis ginger? Oh, kind of fish, yeah. I, I'm yes. calling, dude, you're like, he's not like you. Yeah, but you're like ginger, ginger. He's 100% is a ginger. He's, but not no like idea. you. What, what does that mean? There was a big, He's not bright like you. Big red-headed bright. kid. Thanks. On the team no, my son was playing yesterday. in a good way. We just kept calling him HW. <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny if your five-year-old's now, running down the field. Come on, HW! I also got to tell you this. Tell me this isn't so me. Okay. So Larry David. Let's hear it. Right? So Saturday morning, my kids want to go to go get donuts. Right across the street is Lamar's. And and then right down the street is Dunkin' Donuts. Yeah. But I decide we're going to go all the way to Krispy Kreme because I like the Krispy Kreme glazed with raspberry filling. You're an elitist. <laughs> this is very you. We drive Continue. all the way down there. Guess what the only donut is they were out of? <laughs> the raspberry one. So what would you do? Raspberry. I didn't have anything. I took my ball and went home. They all got donuts. I didn't have Did anything. Did you hear what I... <laughs> That is so mad, Jess. They didn't have the one phenomenal. donut he wanted. So I said, you know what? I'm good. Yeah. We're just getting started. So then after my little guy's soccer game, we're going to go to Whole Foods. and everybody, cause everybody How many freaking thing. games you go to now? Oh, my God. So I, I'm i like, yep, let's go to Whole Foods because I invented Dem- Denver Chili. I don't know if you know this. But other people are taking credit. Denver Chili is mac and cheese. Of course you did. With chili on top. Yeah. I invented yeah. it. So... <laughs> I go to invented football. <laughs> this is such a Manchester deal. We okay. go to Continue. Whole Foods. I get the the thing for the soup. I put my mac and cheese in it. I walk over to the chili pot, open it up. No chili, chili pot's empty. Oh, that's so good. Yesterday, my son wants a bagel. So I'm like, okay, I'll go over and get you a bagel. What does he want? He wants a blueberry bagel. I go to Einstein. Guess the only bagel they're out of yesterday morning. Blueberry. Blueberry. You realize this is a sign. That was my weekend. This is a sign. And then I had to watch that awful Bronco game. You're bereft of human qualities, and that's karma coming back to knock you. How does, how, I mean, how do I get through days when these kind of things happen to me over and over and over again? This is like when you're at the club level and the guys start following you and go, look at this guy in right. black shorts. I'm just minding my own business, trying to have a donut, trying to have some chili, trying to have a bagel. I'm not even going to get started on why they tried to guilt you into buying paper bags to throw your leaves in when you're raking. I'm going to throw my leaves in my trash can if I want to. Also, telling that story, I need to eat at home more. Yeah, you do. Spend a lot of money on the road. It was a ridiculous weekend. When we come back, some Nuggets hoops with my partner on air at Altitude TV, Bill Hanslick, a legend among the legends on Saturday night. You're listening to Altitude 950. Altitude 950.
950 is the home of the Colorado Avalanche. And our coverage doesn't stop with the final horn. Keep it on Altitude 950 for Between the Pipes. Get all the highlights and hear from players and coaches. And Josh Dober will be taking calls to get your thoughts on the game. Get Between the Pipes after every Avs game with Altitude 950. There is probably nothing more important when you're injured or have had an accident than to get the right people on your side. People who know what they're doing and truly care about you. You need the best medical team, and you also need champions of the people, Bell and Pollock. Take it from me, Bell and Pollock are the injury attorneys other attorneys call because they know what you should know. They have the most experience, and they're the very best. They get it done. Always available for a free consultation. Bell and Pollock. Champions of the People at championsofthepeople.com. Here we go again with Colorado's season of change. The leaves change, the temperature changes, even quarterbacks change. Hi, I'm Alan Roach for Johnson Auto Plaza, where we can help you change into that new Jeep you've spent the summer dreaming about. Nobody does it like Johnson Auto Plaza. The Jeep celebration event brings special incentives on every new Jeep in the lineup. There's the new Cherokee. It's best in class, four-wheeler of the year. Jeep Wrangler, the classic, just keep. Keeps getting better. The signature Grand Cherokee. It's won more awards than any SUV on the planet. You can test drive a Patriot, a Compass, or the incredibly priced Jeep Renegade. With hundreds of new Jeeps in stock, right now, Johnson has your kind of change. It's the perfect partnership. Jeep provides the savings, and the Johnson family provides that way of doing business that turns first-time buyers into lifetime customers. Change into your new Jeep at Johnson Auto Plaza, north of E-470 on Highway 84. JohnsonAutoPlaza.com. Hey, Scott Asia here. When you want to boost your endurance or reduce your fatigue after a long day, drink H2 hydrogen water. No sugar, no caffeine. It's pure water infused with molecular hydrogen. It's a natural way to boost your body with nutrients. Olympic athletes, Sonia Richards-Ross, Jackie Joyner-Kersey, choose H2. So get your H2 hydrogen water today at your local King Super so you too can experience the revitalizing power of molecular hydrogen. H2. Sam's number three restaurants. The handheld chicken. I'm going to do a smothered burrito. My favorite is the Toro pot. Anyone can pick something off the menu here. Sam's number three. Great. The food's delicious. Huge portions. I've been coming here for over 35 years. Uh, the green chili's the bomb every time. It's more like home. Sam's number three in Aurora off Havana and Parker. In Glendale off Cherry and Leedsdale and downtown 15th and Curtis. Save hundreds on your next Yukon, Buick Encore, Sierra 1500, or Acadia at Sus Buick GMC. At Sus, there are no dealer fees, ever. The price you see is the price you pay, plus tax. Sus saves you hundreds on their vast selection of over 500 new and used cars and trucks. So when you're looking at the sleek and powerful new GMC terrain on Sus.net, you can focus on how you'll spend the hundreds you saved. Sus Buick GMC, where they treat you like family. Family owned for over 35 years at 13 one South Havana in Aurora. Sophia went through a lot of tutoring and got minimal results. For her ADHD, she was almost off the charts. None of the typical therapies met her needs. We felt like we were constantly playing catch-up. There was great guilt, like I had done something wrong. I hadn't taught my child what she needed to learn. She wasn't functioning in society. I knew, I knew this was going to be the solution. Brain balance is the answer for your kid because it didn't just mask 
the problems, it actually addressed the issue. That little girl that wants to do well, that wants to please, that wants to make the right choices, is actually able to make the right choices and to please now. This is not my kid anymore. This is this totally different kid. I don't doubt for a moment that I made the right decision in taking Sophia to Bray Mounts. It has completely, completely changed our lives. For ADHD, dyslexia, and other processing disorders, Brain Balance works. Call 800-877-5500. That's 800-877-5500. Or go to brainbalance.com. Altitude 950, Denver's All Sports Station. Text us at 30933 to join the show. Nuggets win the home opener. 96-79, holding the Kings to 79 points. little defensive injection. Coaches love defense. I know Michael Malone does. You know who else absolutely needs defense to live, to breathe? It's our following guest on the hotline, my partner on Altitude Television, Bill Hanslick, always preaching defense. Billy, what would you think about the D on Saturday? Victor, I loved it. Now, we're not talking about the Golden State Warriors when you talk about Sacramento Kings, but anytime you hold an NBA team under 80, that will work. A uh, nice big W made the, you know, don't Vic, well, I think we both talked about it. What a great crowd for the opener. Oh I mean, my God. Just yeah. shy of a sellout, I would say. And, yeah. and, and, and we talk about it on this show often. It's a chicken or egg thing. The crowd helps the team, but the team needs to play better to get the crowd. What comes first? It doesn't matter. When you get the crowd, you see the results. Players know it. Coaches, you, you feel it, don't you? Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, fortunately for the Nuggets, they get the first W at home and, you know, we talked about for them to be a playoff team and, and maybe even rise up in the playoffs. You have to really create a home court advantage. And for the Nuggets, that means of the 41 home games, they, they got to be in the upper 20s, maybe even 30 home wins, uh, to be in that echelon. You're exactly right. And Bill, what we're kicking off today, every Monday on the Vic Lombardi show as part of the uh, celebration of 50 years of mile high basketball, we're going to have a Nuggets legend join us. So I told HW, Let's start off with the legend. Let's start off with Hanslick. Let's get Hanslick to kick off this party. And I know you had a chance to experience it Saturday night. How cool was that at halftime when Issel, when yeah. Mo, DT, and all those guys, all those guys got to go out mid court and uh, and address the crowd? That was so cool to see. You know, it really was. Outside of Byron Beck, I had a relationship with every one of those guys. Tubbo, Doug, Mo were just. Uh, uh, you had some unique verbal words for me when I played, but I love playing for the guy. Uh, Alex, just an incredible score. Dan, uh, you know, could score and rebound, did a lot of good things. And, you know, it was just a really, really fun night, and uh, I think the crowd really appreciated it. What people don't understand, the man I'm speaking to right now, Bill Hanslick, actually was traded for David Thompson. David Thompson uh, when his career was winding down in Denver, goes to Seattle in exchange for Hanslick and a first-round pick. So you're the reason the Nuggets lost David Thompson. Yeah, I, I, <laughs> you know, I'm sorry, Nuggets fans, but I had to bring in a, a, some scoring to the Nuggets. I think in my first year I might average about seven points a game. So I think that really offset losing D, DT's 30 points a game. So uh, good trade. Hey, you know, the, the, the one aspect of the game, Billy, is we're sitting there watching it. We both agreed the difference maker in that game, because the first quarter was hard to hard to watch. It was 18-17 in the first. Weird score, weird game. 
Enter Kenneth Fareed. He changed the dynamics. If there's a role for Kenneth Fareed, he fit it perfectly Saturday night. Instant energy off the bench, and that energy carried over to the rest of the team. Yeah, I, I agree with you, Vic. I mean, the Nuggets went out. They were down one. Uh, you felt like they were they're just an eyelash or something needed to happen to, to get them going. They weren't, like, playing horrible, but – they should be moving away from Sacramento instead of Sacramento just hanging around and in comes Fareed, Nuggets going 11-0 run, go up 10, and, it, you know, it's pretty much game over from that point. What do you make of uh, Nikola Jokic only attempting three field goals, zero points? That, I mean, that certainly cannot be a trend. I, I, I hope to believe he was just experimenting or something. You can't go – you can't play tonight against the Washington Wizards and have your guy attempt three field goals. Yeah, you know, uh, Nikola, he's his own guy. He's always been his own guy. So I kind of, I kind of give him that. You know, if you look at other players and they're really, and they've, they've scored, you look like a Will Barton. Um, you know, if he, if he's not getting some points, he may take a bad shot or two just to get that feel of shooting the ball and, and, and knowing that it'll, it'll come on. Well, Nikola, he, he's not doing that. I mean, he, like I said, he's his own man, but they need him. They need him to get some inside points. Uh, he can make a three or two, um, just kind of open things up. I, I, you know, uh, uh, Gortat is the center on Washington tonight and, um, they've had some good battles. Uh, uh, but I look for, uh, the Joker, uh, to hopefully put some laughs on the, uh, Martin, uh, uh, Gortat tonight, and hopefully Nuggets can get a win. Hands, this is a good stretch for the Nuggets. Their schedule is, um, well, let's just say it's not as tough after or before Thanksgiving as it is after Thanksgiving. they got to take advantage of the schedule now. Having said that, Washington's a pretty good team. Oh, Washington's a really good team. And, and you know, they, they've had a year under the belt with Scotty uh, Brooks as their head coach, you know, former Nugget. Um Last year, Washington started off slow, but that's a lot of the guys getting used to the system. That's not happening this year. Washington's already 2-0. and They look really good. And that backcourt combo of, of Wall and Beal, and then you got Otto Porter signs a max contract. Um, Washington will score more than 79 points. I, I think the Nuggets are going to have to be around 115 to win tonight because this Washington team could flat-out score. All right, um, as we are apt to do during this Monday Legend segment, we want to talk specifically about your generation of basketball, some of the great stories when you played. So we'll leave it with this. Were you on that Nuggets team that went to Portland and was specifically told by Doug Moe not to shoot the ball? Absolutely. Can you walk us through, remember, walk us through what happened well, there? Portland is just scoring every time down the court. And I, I don't know the exact timing, but I'll say something like this. With about two minutes to go, the Portland announcer is talking about closing in on this NBA record. But we play we play defense. We're already – the game's over. We're down like 30. We play a little bit of defense and stop them a couple times. Doug calls the timeout and says, look, I don't care. I don't want you to play. When you shoot, if you miss – I don't want anybody to defend anybody. So Portland gets a ball. The guy dribbles up the court, and he's kind of like, what's going on here, guys? He's kind of weaving through guys. I think they even miss a shot or something. I don't know. We go down. You know, they maybe miss it. Well, Doug calls another timeout. Fortunately, we didn't have to do this. 
He said, I want everybody to run back and stand on the baseline. And this is about 30 seconds ago, but I think we got like an offensive rebound or somewhere. It extended our position, so didn't have to do that. But Doug got in a little trouble on that. But the point well taken, Doug, Doug never – he always was the master of the psychic where he would think, okay – I'm going to make a point for this game that'll help us in the next game. Mm-hmm. So uh, <laughs> that's, I think that's where they came out of. That is awesome. Uh, Play zero defense. It'll help us down the line. Zero no, defense. Yes. That, that, uh, if you guys don't want to play it, fine. We're, we're really not going to play. I don't want anybody to guard anybody. <laughs> you have it all game. That must have been hard on you. Hey, Kiki didn't play anyway, so what's the difference? For Kiki, that was normal. That's for a guy right. like you, you must have been yeah. like, what? I don't know how to handle this. Hey, yeah. Billy, thanks for the yeah, time. Yeah, it went so good. No. Yeah. We'll talk to you tonight. Game time, Altitude TV, uh, pregame at 6 o'clock, tip-off at 7. Bill Hanslick, Todd Romero from the studio. I'll be down at Pepsi Center. The Nuggets take on the Washington Wizards. Thanks, buddy. All right, Vic. See you tonight. See you, buddy. All right. Um, he has so many stories like that, and so many that he has shared with me personally that I, I, I would shake my head and say, "No way that happened. No, no way. No." Doug Moe was the most unconventional, brilliant coach I've ever seen. His brilliance, again, and, and his unconventional nature go hand in hand. Really, and, and perhaps what's, maybe that's what the Broncos need—a little more of the unconventional right now. The Broncos could could use a dose of unconventional. Hey guys, you got you guys can't block. I don't want anybody blocking on this series. Nobody blocks. It, it almost looked like that was the instruction yesterday. Seriously. Some of those series. Alan, I want you to just line up in front of Joey Bosa and let him just run right past you. Nobody blocks. It would, uh, some unconventional thinking would do the Broncos some good, which is why my solution, Paxton Lynch, shotgun, hurry up offense. Makes all the sense in the world. If you missed his solution, we'll get to it next. What do the Broncos do now? We'll tackle that in the final segment. You got the Vic Lombardi Show. The home of the Avalanche is Altitude 950. Get that popcorn! And every Wednesday morning at 730, Vic Lombardi talks with head coach Jared Bednar. We're trying to set a real high standard here. Bringing their A game every night. We want to get our fans back excited about this team and this group. Jared Bednar on Altitude 950. Wednesday mornings at 730. Save hundreds on your next Yukon, Buick Encore, Sierra 1500, or Acadia at Sus Buick GMC. At Sus, there are no dealer fees, ever. The price you see is the price you pay, plus tax. Sus saves you hundreds on their vast selection of over 500 new and used cars and trucks. So when you're looking at the sleek and powerful new GMC terrain on Sus.net, you can focus on how you'll spend the hundreds you saved. Sus Buick GMC, where they treat you like family. Family owned for over 35 years at 1301 South Havana. In Aurora. Do you know the IRS writes off millions in tax debt every year? And you may qualify for tax relief and not even know it. My friend Jack McDonough, the founder of Blackfin IRS Solutions, says, If you have unpaid taxes, it's time to stop hiding and fix the problem once and for all. IRS problems do not solve themselves. Let Blackfin prepare your unfiled tax returns to prevent you from going to jail for non-filing. If you owe taxes, you may qualify for tax relief and not even know it. 
Blackfin IRS Solutions is your local ally in the fight to take back your life from the fear and stress of IRS problems. They know the ins and outs of the tax system and are ready to fight for you. Don't spend another minute living under the burden and stress of your unpaid taxes or unfiled tax returns. Call Blackfin IRS Solutions at 303-904-1450 to arrange a consultation. Find out if you qualify for tax debt relief. That's 303-904-1450 or online at blackfinirs.com. John Elway here. Nothing's better than being at home. The people of Colorado agree, and they trust American Financing for their home loans. They have helped tens of thousands of Coloradans. Now is the time to refinance. You can consolidate debt, pay off high interest rate credit cards, and save money each month. It only takes 10 minutes to pre-qualify, and you may close in as fast as 10 days. What makes me a fan? They have only salary-based mortgage consultants and don't believe in pressure. Pressure is fine on the field, but not for your home loan. American Financing has no upfront fees and will customize a loan program to fit your financial goals. The Better Business Bureau has given them an A rating. If you're even thinking about refinancing or purchasing a home, call American Financing today at 303-695-7000. This is John Elway. See what they can do for you before the rates go up. American Financing, Colorado's home for home loans. NMLS 182334, regulated by the Division of Real Estate. Changes in the air, Colorado. Hot days, cold nights, fall is coming, and I say let it come. Hi, I'm Alan Roach for My Car Guys, Johnson Auto Plaza. Let me tell you about making a change in your driveway. Ram Power Days makes this the season for a new Ram truck. Johnson has 350 new Rams in stock, and each one discounted for Ram Power Days. Let the Johnson family introduce you to the Ram family. The Ram 1500, 2500, 3500. Pick a Ram, any Ram. Cummins Diesel or Hemi V8. Only the start of the you make it your own Ram choices, colors, equipment. Pick your favorite digital toys inside. This year, Ram has got the competition on its heels with the most impressive lineup ever. This is the kind of change you want. Ram Power Days. There's no better truck than Ram and no better place to get yours than Johnson Auto Plaza, where first-time buyers become lifetime customers every day. North of E-470 on Highway 85, johnsonautoplaza.com. My daughter couldn't keep up with math in school. It was it was really hard for her. Brooke has an above average IQ, and yet she wasn't learning. You're frustrated. You're unable to get those answers and solutions that you're looking for, and you're exhausted because you've gone through every other option. I feel like all I did was yell at my kid all day. We just got through pretty much until we found Brain Balance. That's when she started to thrive. Brain Balance is the answer for your kid because it didn't just mask the problems, it actually addressed the issue. We started seeing huge differences in her behavior. Suddenly things were clicking for her. I would ask him how he did in school and he'd smile. When those things start to click, when those things start to go, it's so exciting. Brain balance didn't just help for Brooklyn, it helped for our whole family. Brain balance worked for my kids. There is hope for your struggling child. Brain balance works. Call 800-877-5500. That's 800-877-5500. Or go to brainbalance.com. Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station. Now, back to Vic Lombardi. Got a keep to leave tomorrow, 815. Boys, what, what should I ask a keep to leave tomorrow? Mm. I, I, I think if they don't make a change today, that the defense will be pissed. I think I do. I'm I think hoping the question is, Akib, you guys won some games during the Super Bowl year with Brock. You guys have confidence in him? You have faith that he can 
turn this thing around? What's he going to bring to the table that's going to jumpstart this offense? That's, I don't know why that's the last... if, It's if Brock is named the quarterback. Yeah, I am hoping that's the question. All right, 115 today. What happens, Vic? Um, Vance Joseph's going to go to the stage. He's going to say it was a pathetic performance offensively. We have to help our defense out. Special teams left a lot to be desired. We have some issues up front that we have to seriously work on. Uh, but we're not going to go into Kansas City making rash decisions. We're going to go into Kansas City with what we have, and we're going to fight our way out of this. And then you're going to pipe up from the back of the crowd. Excuse me, Coach. HW here, Altitude 950. Just wondering what the status is on Paxton Lynch. When will he be healthy? When will he be ready to contribute to this football team? That is what your question is going to be. You don't think he makes a change today? No. I don't think he's going to either. I think it's going to be, it's more than one guy. More than one guy. You know, we need to. You, need you to don't think put... a fuming John Elway has told Vance Joseph he needs to make a change Jesse, today? Jesse, can you cue up Vance Joseph post game? I want to play some sound bites here and we'll, we'll, uh, listen to the man talk after the game. Okay, but that was me. after the game, dude. He's had some time to sleep on it. He's had today. He's realized they were down 21-3 to the Giants and 21 nothing to the Chargers. Broncos had more yards than the Chargers. He'll lean on numbers. Are you ready, Jess? Cut number one, Vance Joseph asked if he was considering a quarterback change at any point during that game yesterday. No, I did not. He's our quarterback. You know, it's it's a two-score game for for most of the game, so why make a change when we're still in the game? It's a two-score game. You know, we had some good plays called. We missed some. Um, again, we had three turno- uh, turnovers on a day, which is way too many. We had a punt return for a touchdown, which is which can't happen. Um, so it wasn't uh, it wasn't simply on Trevor. You know, it's a two-score game. So, you know, I felt you know up until five minutes ago, you know, it, it, it was a game we could have won. Okay, now take that exact same logic, apply it to today. He's going to say, we're a 3-3 three and three team. It's not all on Trevor. He's our quarterback. They were down 21-3 to three to the Giants you, you and 21 nothing to the Chargers. They've been outscored 42-3 to three in meaningful football, and he can't make a change. Telling you what's going to happen. I'm starting to wonder if Vance Joseph is in over his head. And we've talked a lot uh, first couple of weeks, maybe first three weeks, where he botched some game situations. Remember, he even admitted one time that he, he blew it. He blew it last yesterday at the end of the first half. Did you guys notice this? There's 2.22 roughly to go. The Broncos are going to punt. Mm-hmm. There's 24 seconds on the play clock. Let it run to the two-minute warning. Yeah. The Chargers aren't calling a timeout. Let it run. They punted the ball and gave the ball back to the Chargers with 2.09 left. Mm. Now, it didn't free bite play. them. It didn't bite them, but it gave them a free timeout. But it's just basic situational football right. that he's not grasping. That's football 101 right. there. And... and Surely he didn't think, hey, let's get it to him so we can use that as a timeout for us because then he would have called a timeout, which would have been even more asinine. So it, there, there's no logic for it other than just didn't get and understand the situation. It was botched. Now, it didn't turn out to be a big deal. The Chargers didn't do anything with it. But it's sort of like when we were talking about, hey, guys, just because they won the game doesn't mean there's problems. Just because that didn't bite you doesn't mean it's not a problem. He, he's They're making bad mistakes and basic mistakes from what's supposed to be a pretty veteran coaching staff. Okay, uh, Vance Joseph cut seven here, Jesse, because a lot of people have uh, chimed in today. Uh, you got to run the ball. They gave up on the running game. If you don't run the ball, it makes things tougher on your quarterback. Here's Vance Joseph on why the running game was not effective. 
he's most comfortable when the running game is effective. You know, and that's that's when he is in his comfort zone. You know, when the running game is effective, he can play pass and keep us in short third downs. Right now, every third down is eight, nine, ten. So that's a, a tough spot for a young quarterback to be in. I'm tired of this line. Well, my retort to that is every quarterback's more comfortable if your running game's effective. Name a quarterback who's not. Do you know what uh, Melvin Gordon's numbers were yesterday? No. 18 carries, 38 yards. Mm-hmm. Now, Phillip Rivers didn't have a big day number-wise, but he managed to make some plays, and he managed to put two touchdowns offensively on the board, despite the fact that and, his running game was worse than Denver's. And he didn't throw any picks. Exactly. Exactly. So you can't, it's just an excuse. Yeah. It's an excuse. Well, if they're running it, well, of course. Dude, there are a hundred quarterbacks out there who could play if mm-hmm. the situation was what Vance Joseph says they need for Trevor Simeon to be effective. A hundred. They could go to the Pro Bowl if they had that situation. The reason they can't run the football is because their quarterback isn't a threat. He's not. And so therefore teams just go, okay, we're going to, Cover everything within 10 yards, and we're going to stop the run. It's the easiest formula going. This notion that Vance Joseph can't make a change now because as a young head coach, it's just uh, it's it's not. This is even more reason to make the change. People see an opportunity for you to make the change. This Mm -hmm. is a welcome opportunity. Why nobody would criticize you? Exactly. What what criticism would you possibly get? Let me ask you this: Is Trevor Simeon the future of this team, quarterback wise? Doesn't appear so. I get, but I could say the same thing about every quarterback you name on the roster. I get it, but if he's not, then there's no downside in switching. What about what you suggested to start the season and that no Bronco fan wants to talk about because it's there sort of sitting out on the, on the edge? What about the fact that there are only six teams in the National Football League? Only six. Mm-hmm. With worse record than the Denver Broncos. Think about that. What if tank mode started now? Would you be in for tank mode to get yourself a quarterback? Would you accept that? That's I, a painful 10 weeks, but I think I would. I, I, I would not be down with formally tanking. Like, you're trying to lose games. Well, However, you, know, you know teams do that, though. I know, and I, I have well, a fundamental on. problem with it. However, I would have absolutely no problem with losing games because you're playing Paxton Lynch and you're finding out he can't play. Because you have to answer that question this year, Vic. Now they got ten, mm-hmm. 10 games to answer that question. You have to. I think we all know where we would lean. You guys lean way more toward he can't play than I do. I would say, eh, I probably would say he can't, but I don't know it yet. You have to find that out. And if in the course of finding that out, they lose week after week after week after week after week, so be it. Okay. Then they found their answer, they got a high right. draft pick, and they take a quarterback. What happened to the uh, buffs on Saturday night at Wazoo? They fell apart, and I'm not sure Steven Montez is is the future. We all thought he was the future, but I'm not sure he is. Vic, you weren't there the day Will said this, but HW predicted the Buffs would average 40 points a game this year. When did you make this prediction? Uh, I think it was some point this summer. I I did say it, but it wasn't that bold or ridiculous of a prediction. Steven Montez looked great last year. And if you consider what, what was the... What was the bright side of this outfit going into the season? It was their offense. It was all those receivers back. It was Philip Lindsay back. It was Montez getting some experience last year. It was their offense. They were awful. They were terrible. Let me ask you this. I mean, worse is worse. What's worse? CU getting shut out the way they did? Or the Broncos getting shut out? Well, CU was playing against a good team, A. It was adverse conditions, B. 
But in college football, you should be able to score. The game goes on forever. It's the first time in history CU and the Broncos have been shut out in the same weekend. See how angry Mike McIntyre was during the course of that game? What, why are you, you, why you smiling the entire time? Did I say something wrong? No, no, it's not you guys. It's me. You've been smiling for the last five minutes you and it bothers smirk me. And you know, wait, hold on. You know how much I hate people who smile for no reason. I just don't like people who smile at all. You're not going to tell the story? It's not that funny. It's not. Well, I don't know why well, it's funny. I'm not going to say another word until you doesn't tell it make, Doesn't it make you feel like, like you have like a booger or something? Like uh, he's laughing at I'm, you? I'm going to sit here with my hands folded. I'm in a funny Twitter interaction right now. That's it. I promise. No big deal. Don't freaking smile during the course of this show. You know okay. it would be nice? You're not supposed to smile. What, be, what was our subject? It would be nice if he focused on the show. I mean, he's in a Twitter battle during the show. On the uh, text line, Brandon in Glendale says, yeah, on? tank mode for 10 weeks? Hell yes, sign me up. Uh, four seven four six. I'm all in for tank mode. I can I can rake leaves for the rest of the season. <laughs> it would take a lot of the pressure off and free up Sundays. I mean, if effectively we're we're suggesting the same thing because more likely than not, turning the keys over to Paxton is going to turn into. So tank this was my piping hot take though. I mean, Mike McIntyre, say what you want. He was yelling at the refs. My God, he was mad. He put on a show on the sideline. He didn't hesitate. Changing quarterbacks. No. He did it mid-game. And, and he said afterwards, he goes, yeah. I mean, Montez wasn't making the reads. He wasn't making the throws. He changed quarterbacks to a guy that we never even seen play before. Why doesn't that happen at the pro level? Why are, why is it so hard for that decision to be made at the professional level? Cause it doesn't happen as often. In college ranks, guys will change quarterbacks freaking mid-series. Well, a lot of times it's, it's based on the money involved, right? Cause normally your starter's making big bucks and yeah. to bench a guy making $8 million a year, whatever the number is, I'm just making it up, is a tough thing to do. That's not the case here at all. That is, It's the opposite here. So I don't have any idea. But halftime against the Giants, they should have made the switch. Halftime yesterday, they should have made the switch. They should have seen if Brock would have given them any kind of spark at all. And it was inexcusable that they didn't. Why is he scared to make the switch? I don't know. Because I And again, I brought this up earlier in the show. I thought the loyalty was from Kubiak to Simeon, right? Yeah. When Kubiak left, I thought that loyalty would leave, and right. it didn't, and uh, I don't understand why. I'm writing down a second. He's taking index cards with him to Dove Valley today, HWS, so the second index card. I don't even card. know if I'm going to Dove Valley today. Like, you dishing out assignments here? I got work to do, dude. What are you, what, what? What are you doing? How all of us prepping for your softball every day? Prepping for your <laughs> softball team? Wait, you, are you putting together drills for the softball squad? Oh, we got a big playoff game Wednesday night. Yeah. <laughs> the second question, after you ask about Paxton Lynch, is you're going to ask Vance Joseph straight up, why are you afraid to make a change? Why were you afraid yesterday? Ooh, that's I think that's exactly how you should phrase your it. Credential ripped. Why are you afraid? Why are you scared? Well, why is he? Neither of you has been able to answer the question. You're going to ask the question. I don't, I, mean, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know why. He Here's, here, I want you to stand up and just. I want you to say it just like this. Are you scared? The guy isn't the future of your franchise, so you're not worried about hurting his confidence and putting him into a shell. And yesterday, he could have even used the excuse yesterday of like, look, I thought he had taken enough of a beating. Exactly. After that hit he took from Ingram? Yeah. When he had his face taken up his body? It was, you know what, he didn't need to get beat up anymore, and we were looking to get a spark. You could have still gone back to Trevor this week if Brock would have mm. failed in the second half. You could have. Before we say goodbye, our Troy Hansford fired up finale, please. <laughs> we're going to be is the Fired Up Finale, presented by the Troy Hansford Real Estate Team. Here's what's got us fired up today. Let's be fired up. There were two reasons why Trevor Simeon got the job. He's smart, and he's going to take care of the football. They kind of go hand in hand. 
Well, if he's missing reads, then he's not smarter than Paxton Pyle, who everybody in Denver media with nothing to back it up wants to say that he's a moron. And they've just made yeah. that the conventional wisdom around town, which is shameful. But he's not making smart, he's not making smart decisions in terms of reads. And he's not taking care of the, fo- care of the football. The two things the guy can do, supposedly, he doesn't do. Now, we didn't see that in preseason last year. We didn't see it during the season last year. We didn't see it in preseason this year. But for some reason, he quote-unquote won the job twice with two different coaching staffs. It's a bunch of balderdash. Let me read this. It's Manchester's day at the office. Mm-hmm. The Manchester strikes back. Manchester by the Manchester. It's your day, my friend. I wonder if Hastings will apologize to me. Huh. By the way, tomorrow's a uh, special day for us. It is. It's our one-year anniversary. Special. What? What do you want? A Valentine's gift? What do you want? I, I think presents are in order. What do you yeah. want from me? From yeah. you. You from should. the guy whose name's on the show. Yeah. I don't care how long I've been working with you guys. <laughs> Well, so we've made it a year, which is pretty remarkable, considering I, I, last Tuesday. I wasn't quite sure if we fact, The fact that you just spent the last 10 minutes smiling during the show. Yeah, that was weird. I, you I, want to know I, what happened? Yeah. Should I give you the very quick version of what really happened? quickly, because we have to go. All right, so Woj, we all know Woj, yes. tweeted that he's on a United flight and he doesn't have Wi-Fi, and he was complaining. So no. I responded, Woj bomb. <laughs> Just as a joke. Okay. All of a sudden, it starts going nuts. Like, I'm the top reply. It's going crazy. I get 100 likes, whatever. I get a notification from Twitter. I'm misusing my account. My account has been suspended for 12 hours. What? Unless I delete the tweet. Because it had the word bomb in it. And then someone responded, you can't say bomb. He's on an airplane. So now I'm in this, like, oh, messed up. Wow. I'm on this messed up, like, thing where I'm like, it's a joke. It's called a Woj bomb. And my account got suspended for 12 H-W. hours. H.W. Wow. Terrorist. <laughs> Only on the Vic Lombardi Show. Here later. Up next, Hastings and Brownman. You are a freaking terrorist. Thanks for listening. Bye-bye. Altitude 950. Rewind. Do you think they'll make a quarterback change based on what we saw? Uh, man, I tell you what. I, I'm, I'm on your guys' side. I've been the advocate for Trevor Simeon basically since since last season. But now I'm starting to get frustrated with him because I'm seeing some of the same mistakes over and over again. Uh, his inability to to step up in the pocket, just like I explained. Uh, third down, I just I can just close my eyes on third down and pray something bad doesn't happen. Mm-hmm. Um, he, he needs to find a way to and, and be more accurate with the football and be better in the fourth quarter for sure. Altitude 950, Denver's All Sports Station. Coming up tonight, the Nuggets homestand continues as they host John Wall, the Wizards, at Pepsi Center. Tip-offs at 7 o'clock with a pregame show getting underway at 6.35. Jason Kosminski, the radio voice of the Nuggets, will be on the call. KKSE, Parker, Denver, home of the Nuggets. Wide open three. yeah! Home of the Avalanche. Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station. Live from the Altitude 950 studios, Scott Hastings, Julie Brownman, Hastings and Brownman starts now. Your construction smells of corruption. I manipulate to recreate this air to go around saga. Time for some. Intelligent sports talk. No, actually, that comes at one with Moser. So the immature sports talk show just moments away from officially starting. 
We just got to get to the bridge before we do any of that. I said You know, this, this song may be more appropriate right now for the Denver Broncos than ever before. Shutouts for the first time in 25 years, is that right? Since 1992. 25 years. 